such a beautiful sound. Welcome back to Dirt Tracks and Rib Racks, episode 102. Me and Bunner here, as always, holding the fort down. Got a special guest for everybody today. Driver of the 21B non-wing sprint car out of Pequa, Ohio, Ryan Barr. So, Ryan, coming in, uh, joining us from Pequa. Pequa, right? Pequa, Ohio. Pequa, yep. Gotcha. So, how's it going, man? Oh, it's good. It's good. How are you guys? Doing pretty pretty well. Pretty well. Good. Hot out here today. Not so much you in know, here. but it, It's weird you say that because over here, it was not. It was like 65 degrees. Oh. And it was just foggy all day long. Like, it's it was foggy. super yeah, weird. I was getting ready to ask you that. Is it foggy there? Because it's still foggy here, too. Like a haze. Oh, yeah. It's it's it was weird all day long. It just looked like it was misting all day long. It was weird. And I had a buddy just uh, just message me uh, like littered up before I got on here and called you. And he's in Indy, and it's foggy up there too. So I don't know what the hell's going on. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's weird. I don't, it must be. I wonder if it's something with them fires or something. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's the I'm government. not a meteorologist. <laughs> I'm not either. But it's the government. They're getting us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shocker. <laughs> Big brother, right? Yeah. <laughs> But uh, besides the haze and all that uh, in the Midwest here, so uh, how's the how's the race season been going so far for you? Uh, it's definitely been a roller coaster. Let me tell you. I mean, <laughs> it is just we have hit some of the lowest parts and some of the highest parts we've ever had in sprint cars this year. Yeah, we went from uh, we went from thinking we were we were going to fold up to uh, having the best runs we've ever had. So it was, uh, it's been real. Um, I'm about to say, you know, the year started off, uh, excuse my French, but a little shitty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, um, we're, we're, uh, we're, we're, um, what, what's the word I'm looking for here? Explicit. Explicit say here, whatever you so. want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, after, after Justin passed, it was, uh, it was a little bleak there for a minute, right? I think everybody was kind of questioning everything. Yeah, for sure. And uh, us definitely, you know, we, uh, I wouldn't say I was super close with him, but we were, we were, you know, pretty good friends at the track. And yeah, after that night, our whole team kind of got together and we were like, do we really ever want to do this again? You know? Uh -huh. um, and then the next weekend it was, we got to do this. This is something, you know, my family's always done and I've done since I was born and, I was like, it, it would be, I can't just give up, right? We can't, we can't just let this yeah. go. So we had a pretty good night that, that next week um, after that. And we won our heat race, our first ever heat race win at Lawrenceburg. That was the first win after the accident. And that was, that was pretty emotional, right? Oh, it was, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was just, it was just crazy. There were a lot of tears in the pits. Um. It wasn't my first heat race win, but it was the first one there at Lawrenceburg. And yeah. To get it after after the accident, it was just, it meant a lot to me and a lot to my family that that it happened there. Oh, for um, sure, yeah. But then going to, like, the Let's Race 2, we had a pretty good run with USAC. Um, we missed the show, but it felt like one spot every time we went out on the track. So I think the first night we got fifth in the heat race, which they take top four. Yeah. And then we ran the B main. They take top six. We got seventh. Oh man, <laughs> that was in the first night, right? So yeah. we, we missed it by one spot. And then the second night, I think again we got fifth in the heat race, take top four. And then I think we got eighth in the B main. So we missed it by two. 
And it was one of those that was like, man, we did everything we possibly could yeah. to get into the show. Yeah. And that's the only USAC feature I've ever made is at Eldora, and it was at Let's Race 2, I think, two years ago? Yeah. As of right now, that's the only USAC race I've ever made. Damn. Was that Eldora? I mean, you want to talk about crying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, Eldora, besides Dallas Hewitt, I think I have the biggest family history at Eldora. Yeah. So that meant, I mean, everything to us. Hell yeah, right? that's awesome, yeah. So, so we didn't make either of those features, and I think the next weekend there was rain somewhere, so we were like, okay, we'll go to Lincoln Park. They're not calling for rain. So we went to Lincoln Park, and I mean, we got our dick stomped in the dirt. <laughs> I mean, those guys just made us look like fools almost. Uh-huh. Uh, well, in the B-Main. I mean, the heat race, I was racing with Jeff Ensing. I felt like a superstar. You know, I'm racing with one of the top local guys. and um, yeah. But in the B-Main, I mean, it, we just, I went from 4th to 10th in like two laps. Damn. And I was like, what is going on? I can't yeah. drive this car. Yeah. You know, so it felt pretty frustrated after that. Yeah. And then we went to Montpelier for a boss race and that's, that was the heightened of the frustration right there. Yeah. Uh, it was like we were behind the eight ball the whole night. Right. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was crazy. So we really, we got home that night and after four races and not making the show in our fifth year, we were like, we understood the first two were USAC, right? But it yeah. was like, what are we doing? <laughs> this is yeah. this is way too much money to be spending to to not you know get a hundred bucks start money or you know something like that. It's just like yeah, right. We we can't keep doing this, and so we cut. We really looked into our team. We were like, you know, we're not pulling the finishes we want, so we're just going to change astronomically what we were doing with the car yeah and i think it was lawrenceburg that next weekend so we were back at home right yeah we go out there and i'm leading the heat race against mitchell moles mm -hmm. and it took him until lap eight to pass me yeah a usag dude yeah <laughs> and i mean that was nuts so we were like okay all right maybe we're not doing so bad yeah right so then uh i think i'm getting dates mixed up here maybe it wasn't lawrenceburg but needless to say it's a better story this way yeah um close enough we right? go out for the feature i forget where i started but i was i dropped back to eighth and it, it this was midget week yeah, yeah, this was midget week. Yeah. And I mean, dude, it's on the wall. Like, uh -huh. drop to your knees and pray because you don't know if you're coming out of the corner on the wall. That's sketchy. Yeah, it was, and around the bird, yeah. it's balls in your throat type racing. Yeah. And so I dropped back a few positions. I never really passed a car to get back up front. And more or less, they just kind of fell out of the race. I'm running fourth, and that was the incident with uh, Thomas Meserol. And so that kind of took us both out. And, you know, we had a talk after the race and everything, and he was he was really cool after it. Yeah. You know, I knew it was my fault, but needless to say, we, we were quick. We were up front with those guys, and that's yeah. – we started getting our mojo back, and 
Um, then we go on to... Um, where did we go next? Because we had a really good... we. Oh, we went back to Eldora for the boss race. Yeah, we ended up fourth in our heat, transferring right in, got got a top ten there in the feature. That was really cool. And then that was a boss double weekend. Yeah, and then this, then this is where after that, right? Yeah, this yeah. is this is where we knew. Okay, we're. I wouldn't say we're starting to figure it out, but we're finally gaining confidence, right? Yeah. So this was probably one of the coolest races i've ever had in my entire life we went back to lawrenceburg and of course justin owens was a regular with boss and a regular at lawrenceburg he was lawrenceburg track champion uh-huh and us being good friends uh michael Fisesher, his best friend and teammate parks right next to us to parade the field with his car yeah i did see a picture and of that yeah yeah, I mean, it's already pretty emotional, right? Uh-huh. We go out, and we're just... We're not so fast in qualifying, but it puts us on the pole of the heat race, and we run away with it. Yeah. And we end up winning the heat race. And, like, okay, that was super cool. You know, we got that first run out of the way. That was emotional. This one's cool. Right? I mean, I'll always appreciate a win no matter in, in oh, what yeah. it is. If it's a B-Main, hot laps, I don't care. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll take a win, right? Yeah. The coolest thing, though, and uh, it's getting me kind of kind of choked up just talking about it because this night meant, you know, the world to me. Um, Justin's little sister came down and asked if uh, she could pull the, the pill for me that night for the redraw and her and uh, Justin's niece, little niece, go up there, and they drew the number one for me. Oh, nice. So so we, we start on the pole, right? Yeah. And I'm starting with, obviously, very good cars. You know, Nick Bilby, Josh Moffitt, I think JJ was there, yeah. Tyler Kendall, um, all, all these big, big guys that race at Lawrenceburg for years, you know what I mean? And... Chapel jumps to start, has to get sent back a row. Uh-huh. So that puts Angle up there. And I love Dustin. He's a great guy, but I knew I was going to bust his ass on this start. <laughs> so I just nail it. And I jump this car across the rough going into one, and I was like, I just got to hammer it. Like, I got to power through this. And we led the first five laps of the race. And after lap five, I don't know if I would have seen lap six because I'd have been crying so hard. And, unfortunately, caution came out. Um, restart, Nick Bilby gets back past me. We run second for most of the race. And then on the last lap, Garrett Abrams got past me. And I mean, dude, he was on a rail, so I have at it, dude. And But that was really cool. So we, we got our first ever top three at Lawrenceburg. Uh, that's our best finish we've ever had there. Um, so that was really cool. We got to party with the guys in the pits and... Yeah. They all told us. They said if if you would have won that, the whole the whole Owens Fasher family was coming down, and we were all going to cry in victory lane together. And yeah, that would have been cool. But yeah. yeah, needless to say, our race season has been a roller coaster of events so far. So hopefully, we kind of keep up the momentum. Uh, Gas City this past week was 
was good but not favorable right we had uh oh. engine issues early in the night which kind of set us back um and then we i i tried working my way up in the feature and then just blew it off the cushion and lost everything i had so that was on me but um yeah so we're we're moving right along uh taking one race at a time kind of trying to work through all the bugs and stuff and and just trying to learn like we always do you know what i mean yeah yeah, it's peaks and valleys, man. Like you said, roller coaster. <laughs> That's how it is. Some sometimes for yeah. racing, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, were you were you in Ohio fun, last though. week? Yeah, were you in Ohio last week for? Was there a who was running over there? Was it Wayne County? No, were you not over in Ohio? I thought, I thought I saw. Something no, we. Somewhere. The only thing we did uh, this past week was Gas City on Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah, we we actually took Saturday off because uh, well, it, actually today is Justin Owens' birthday. Yeah. Um, and Saturday we celebrated at uh, his fiance's for for him. So we took Saturday off to kind of celebrate that. And okay. So I said, well, if we're taking Saturday off, we got to be racing somewhere this weekend. So we chose we chose Augusta City on Friday, and yeah, we made the most of it. Yeah. Where'd you end up there? Did you say? Uh, ended up sixteenth. Okay. Started eighteenth, ended up sixteenth. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it wasn't too bad, but yeah. But uh, so so I heard about your recap there from from the season. But so where did where did your racing career? Where did it all start for you? Oh man, <laughs> uh, I man, or just hit the highlights. You want do you want the do you want the family tree or do you want just me? Because this can go from a two hour story to an hour story. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever one you feel like telling. Oh man, you guys are going to get me talking. <laughs> um, if I had to start from the very beginning, it came on both sides of my family, right? So my mom's father, Ronnie, uh, he owned late models and stock cars and stuff like that. My father, or my grandfather on my dad's side, Mike, he. Uh, before Vietnam, he raced it. I believe it. I believe it was Shady Bull, which is a little asphalt track here in Ohio. He raced a stock car there, and my grandmother was not big into racing. Vietnam was coming about, so the last race he he raced before he went to Nam, he crashed the car. And this Briar, he didn't, you know, load it up on the trailer and bring it home. He just left the car in the trailer there, took his truck and left. <laughs> he just left the car at the racetrack. Happy <laughs> <Okay>. day. <laughs> and I don't we don't know what happened to it. He never went back for it. So that's how they, you know, they were they were into cars which got my mom into, you know, going with them. Um my dad was put into quarter midgets the same as I was. Uh, my dad and my uncle ran uncles ran quarter midgets. Then my dad moved up or was going to move up to mini sprints, but health issues like halted him from doing that. So then he moved to go-karts once he got all that cleared. And then that go-karts is where he met my mom. At, for us, on our way to Eldora, there's a little town called Willowdale. Okay. There used to be a, a go-kart track there, and that's where my parents met. So we see it all the time when we go to Eldora, right? Uh-huh. That's, that's another reason Eldora means so much to us. And 
So my parents meet there. Fast forward a few more years. My grandpa Ronnie, who is my my mom's father, is building a stock car for my dad to drive. Okay. So now my dad is racing for his father-in-law, my mom's dad. They start racing stock cars. Well, then my other grandfather decides, well, you know, bullshit, I'm going to race stock cars too. (laughs) So they start racing together. Okay. Well, my dad ends up folding up because they just started me in quarter midgets. And then my my grandpa quits the same year. My dad does puts uncle my uncle in the car, and they go racing on their own. So that's where it comes into me. I raced quarter midgets for seven years, um, asphalt and just a little bit of dirt. I mean, the only time we really hit dirt was at the little e. So I didn't have any dirt experience, but I watched dirt my entire life. I could care less about asphalt racing. Yeah. Um, and obviously, me and my dad were huge sprint car fans. So, they, I moved up to mini sprints in 2014, winged mini sprints, 1,000cc mini sprints, yeah. ran locally in Ohio for the most part, and then we ran with the MMSA bouncing around all the Indiana tracks. Well, the car count started getting lower, and Ted Hines comes up to mom and dad, at Brownstown, I was like, you guys, you know, this kid's good enough. You know, you guys have learned. You guys are already traveling. Why don't you just get a sprint car? Yeah. My mom's like, are you crazy? We can't <laughs> afford sprint cars. That's just, that's dumb. <laughs> There's no way we'll ever own a, a non-wing sprint car. It'll never happen. Yeah. Needless to say, July of 2019, we bought a non-wing sprint car. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> never happened. <laughs> What happened there, we Mom? Were on, we were only <laughs> off for three weeks, right? Yeah. We raced 15 races in the mini sprint that year, took three weeks off, and then raced 15 races in the non-wing sprint car. Yeah. And Damn. the funny thing about that is, is they surprised me with it, right? And we were thinking, oh, we got this great deal. We get a motor. We get a car. We get everything. $11,000 later... We have to replace everything but the frame and motor on this car. Oh. <laughs> because everything's so out of date and it's either junk or rusted and Yeah. So, you know, we're we're all about safety, right? So we wanted to make sure everything was safe before I went out there. And then that's that's how we started in sprint cars. So this is this is year five on non wing sprint cars now. It's hard we, to believe. There we go. Yeah. Flies by. <clears throat> but there. So you mentioned uh, car counts, like What's going on, like, in especially Lawrenceburg? Well, they're struggling with car counts. What's your thoughts on that? You know, I don't know. A lot of people blame it on, on Justin's deal. Um, I don't know if I necessarily say that. Oh, I hear the beers cracking, boys. Yeah. You're making me thirsty. Hey, <laughs> you should get one and crack it, too. <laughs> I'm about to. Hey. Natty Lights are calling my name. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but... Uh, I don't. I don't know if I necessarily agree that you know it's Justin. You know, it was Justin's accident or not. Um, you know, Paragon and Putnamville both both kind of up their pay this year, right? And yeah. they're really supporting the local guys some more. And, yeah. Um, you know, we're still paying the same at Lawrenceburg. Uh huh. And Lawrenceburg's not easy on equipment. No. Not you know, at all. it's big. It's fast. It's usually about three tires a night. 
Mm. And tires now are $300 a piece. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was listening to JJ's interview with you guys, and and he talks about, you know, saving money whenever you can. And Uh I, you know, Hobstad's easier on equipment than than Lawrenceburg. So I understand, you know, obviously it's closer for him now, but I understand where he's coming from. It's hard for us to race there every week and when you're not up front, right? Yeah. Plus, I'm not going to lie, that place is kind of scary. You yeah, know man. what I mean? Right. I mean, I've never been there to watch a race, but I just what even watching on TV makes me cringe sometimes. Like, man, that's yeah. that's sketchy. Yeah. There's there's a lot of non-link sprint car guys that you know will be like, I I won't ever go there because that place is is too fast. It's too big. It's too scary. And yeah, I mean, it's it's essentially like a mini Eldora. You know yeah. what I mean? That's yeah. what. It's just it's big. It's fast. It's scary. And I think that's what detour a lot of guys from it, but. I don't know. Maybe I'm just sick in the head, but I I love that place. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard to pull away from it when you're going that fast and you're just on that edge the whole time. Yeah. Nice rush. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah. We thought we'd get your two cents on that, anyways. But oh, and Eldora, real quick. Uh, I think I did see that you had you lost a tire cover there. I think night one of Let's Race Two. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. You know, that USAC was USAC uh, has a, a rule on that or for a fine, correct? Yep. So yeah, so what happened there is we're pretty sure we just didn't get it tight enough because we use the there's two systems you can use at Eldora. You can use the six Zeus buttons, or you can use three bolts. And we use the three bolts. Well, there I don't think we had a whole lot of help that night. So it was me and Dad were rushing, uh-huh. and I was getting in the car, and he was throwing the bleeders into the car, and. He threw it on. Well, I don't. We don't think he got it tight because it ripped all the bolts out of it except for one. And yeah. we think it just came off, right? Uh huh. So that sucked in the payout because I think at the whole weekend we made thirty dollars. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's not a good weekend. No, no. But I mean, it, it's not their fault, right? It is the rule, and that's yeah. that's we take it with. Yeah. You know, we learn from it, right? But the yeah. coolest thing about that was is I'm sitting in the car for night number two getting ready to go out to hot laps. And I, be- I didn't catch the guy's name, but after research, I believe this fellow was from Wisconsin. Okay. Never met the guy before in my life. Reaches in the car with a wad of money, $200, and says, here's the money for your fine. Good luck tonight. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. One of the coolest things, dude. Like, yeah, that's, that's that awesome. was so cool. Yeah, talk about feeling like a superstar. I was like, <laughs> but then you're yeah. sitting there, and I'm all buckled in. I was like, well, where do I put two hundred dollars right now? <laughs> right, I'm getting ready to go around all door. This shit's gonna fly out my pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Dump it inside the race suit. Yeah, <laughs> I actually handed it off to mom. She pays all the bills anyway, so there I was like, go. here you go. You can have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's so, awesome though. Uh, you know, that's some of the. You know, we talk about the dirt, the small, you know, just dirt track racing. You know, that's how it is sometimes. Guys like that, yeah, know, coming forward. And you know, that's and the best thing is fans don't understand the little you can do to help out a race team. Like yeah, fifty bucks goes forever for yeah. a race team. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like we had, we've had people buy us tires. We've had people just, you know, come down. Here's a hundred bucks. Yeah. Um, Josh Spencer one time. You know, his dog passed away, and I, we commented on, I believe it was Twitter, you know, just sending our condolences. We know how that is. Yeah. 
and he came to the races the next week and he was like you know what i really appreciate that here's a hundred bucks for the night and it was like you know it's not why we did it but yeah it's super cool to have race fans come down and be like you know what here's a here's a little extra we can give that we support you for coming out and, and putting on a show so for sure yeah we talk, the little bit the fans can do help yeah we talk about that all the time just even like if they can't afford something like that just a case of water how far right. for that go it's just a case of water you don't have to buy or take your time right to go get just yeah anything absolutely. that can help out buying a shirt or or a case of natty light that goes a long <laughs> way too i mean i won't complain they're cheap yeah yeah, yeah. that's for sure uh, it might be kind of sketchy i don't know if they'd like us carrying that in the pits but or people carrying that in the pits but maybe figure something out after the race but well that's uh, the closest thing to water you can get right. i guess yeah <laughs> yeah oh uh, yeah, that, or just drop off some, you know, some food or some cheeseburgers, or maybe, maybe absolutely some gift cards or something, you know. Just to we get. actually have a, a family, um, the Fishers. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen uh, the Cliff around uh, on Twitter or something. He was he's pretty big, man, and uh, pretty popular. His family, they'll come down and just just feed us. Yeah, and that that really helps out a lot, man. That's that's yeah. awesome when that happens, and it's always so good. Of Hell yeah. You always oh, yeah. got to love good food. For sure, man. We we try, we to, drop try a, to do that every once in a while, We try to just drop off. We don't give a whole four-course meal or nothing, which that would be awesome. But uh, just usually a rack of ribs or something. But Oh, man, I love sweet, I love ribs. But I'll um, never put away a rib. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe uh, <laughs> maybe if we, we cross your we cross paths sometime, we'll have to get you some. But uh, Absolutely. I'd always something. be down for that. Hell yeah. It's something usually we do for people that we've had on or maybe just somebody local will drop one off or something. But. That's awesome, guys. Yeah, that'd be cool. Hell yeah! So, so uh, what what's the plan for like the rest of the season? What uh... Uh, we kind of have a tentative schedule right now, but for the most part, it's just all over. I mean, wherever's racing, whenever we can get to it, right? We for us, like most local guys, about twenty five races a year is about all we can afford. Um, maybe a little more, most of the time, a little less. Um, I know we got a double header this weekend at Fremont and then at Waynesfield. Um, and then next weekend, I think we're at gas city and the bird. Uh, so just uh, really here or there, wherever's really racing, what weather doesn't rain us out wherever we can get to, you know? So don't be surprised if you hear our name pop up. If there's several rain showers, we come down to Hobstad and see you guys. Okay. Hell yeah. We'll, We'll keep an eye out for that. That's the thing that sucks, though, is because every year, the last race of the year, we always put Hobstad down. We always get so excited to go, and then money just runs out, man, and we just can't make it. Yeah. And I love that place, but it's so hard to drive. Yeah. Yeah, we were going to – I think we were probably going to have that question on here for you to to see. We get try to get everybody's thoughts on it. Usually there's a common theme, but uh, some guys like it, some guys don't. It's back and forth. Like any track, I guess. Right. And that's – I actually talked to, to Thomas Meserol one time, and I was like, dude, I just don't understand Hobstad. Like, I don't get it. And he said, the best way I can explain it is you just have to drive it in there like you're going to spin out and just hope it comes out of it. Yeah. And so I think we were in there one time in the sprint car. We were in there a couple times in the main sprint, but we've been there one time in the sprint car. Yeah. And so I just, I just did that. I just ran straight into the corner, thought I was going to spin out. Yeah. And we made the feature that night. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I'm in the feature, and I'm doing the same exact thing. 
And then Kyle Cummins laps me on the bottom, and he's more sideways than I am. And I was yeah. like, I, these guys are nuts. Yeah, right. How in the world are you driving out of that? Right. There's, so, unfortunately, we have Yeah, you got to sling it in there. Uh, it's, it looks weird. Man. Oh, yeah. But it, oh, I love going down there to watch a race. Oh, yeah. Even a, if we don't make the feature, that is the best pit yeah. pass to pay for. Oh, for sure, yeah. There's a few guys that definitely have it uh, figured out. Kyle yeah. Cummins is one of them. Chase Stockton, like a couple of those oh, yeah. guys. Carson like Garrett. We, we became it friends out. with uh, Kendall Rubel. Yeah, yeah, Rubel. You know, he's Kendall, got he's, he's got it figured there. out. Yeah, he's JJ now. I mean, look at JJ. Yeah. He just won a race there this weekend. JJ's yeah, been like knocking on the door all season this yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. I was pretty. Yeah. Pumped. I was pretty pumped for him that night. I was. I was yeah, jacked. that was awesome to see him win it, man. Hell yeah! It, I was. Having fun in Orlando, but I was really not happy that I missed one JJ. <laughs> I wasn't there to be to witness it. I wasn't going to text you, but I thought I had to text you and let you know, anyways, just to be the good friend, you know. But, yeah, I'm glad you uh, did, but yeah. I still wish I could have been there. Yeah, man. So yeah, if you're ever up this way, want to watch a race or something, hit us up. I think uh, you know. You remember Brandon Warren that used to run '98 car? Mm -hmm. He's from up in like no. Jasonville area. He, he's not he, familiar he, now. He's not racing anymore. Uh, he sold his stuff last year, but end of the year. But he came sat with us last, last uh, race. And then Ryan Bond, he runs there at Hopstock. He lives right by the track. He came. He's just been sitting with us all year. So yeah. So yeah, man. Uh, yeah, that would be awesome. Good times. I'd uh, love to come down there and hang out with you guys. Hell yeah. So uh, I guess we might have already answered this question with uh, Sprint Week. I mean, you going to hit Lawrenceburg Sprint Week or maybe? one more don't know yet just depends so we had the first four scheduled uh we were gonna do i think it was gas city kokomo lawrenceburg circle city yeah i think that was the order yeah that's that's right yeah i, I think i think we're taking circle city out okay i don't think we're gonna be able to make that one um but three's kind of up in the air i think we'll definitely do at least two which two i don't know probably definitely the bird yeah, but Gas City and Kokomo are kind of up in the air. Um, I'm trying to talk him into doing all three, so we're all trying to save our pennies so we yeah. can do to do three nights back to back. But uh -huh. you know, for just me and Dad each night, that's a lot of work and you know a lot of money. So that is it, yeah. it's kind of tentative right now on whether or what we do. Um, yeah, the goal would be you know to find a ride and be able to do all of them. Uh -huh. But yeah. Maybe but, one day. That'd be cool. That'd be cool to do. Right. Sure. That's the dream, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Gotta be. Sprint week, run all of them. Shot yeah. It, shot at winning it, getting that rocking chair. Uh-huh. That would be awesome. That's a... Uh, and I'm a rocking chair kind of guy. I got two <laughs> rocking chairs out front of my house, and I am the 90-year-old man <laughs> in a 21-year-old body. I'm just sitting out there with, you know, a natty light, just rocking back and forth, watching the neighborhood. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. That'd be a uh, pretty so. So one of those handcrafted ones would look a lot better in my living room. Hell yeah, yeah. Wouldn't put <laughs> no, definitely don't put that one outside. But uh, no, absolutely <laughs> not. That one may even go in a case. <laughs> Hell, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. So so what's but, uh? Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, but yeah, just for Sprint Week, we're uh, probably about two or three about for us so yeah i'd like to hit kokomo because i'm not quite sure if we have another kokomo race on the schedule this year yeah and i love kokomo so i'd love to 
love to at least get there one time this year. Uh huh. So I don't know. We'll just have to see. Yeah. It's a fun track to watch. Yeah. I don't know yeah. about driving, but it's fun to watch. It's kind of like yeah. a, a big hub stop. Really. Yeah. Kokomo's a badass place, man. Yeah. But um, I guess it's the opposite for us because I know I think I'm hitting the back half. I'm hitting Terre Haute. Yeah. Bill Bloomington hop stop. But I've been, that's usually what I do. So, or we do. So I think that's the plan right now. But maybe one day I'll hit the beginning or hit all of it one of these days. Yeah. That would be so cool just as a fan to get to see all of them in person. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, so what's your goal in racing? I mean, you know, I know how far you want to you go know, to see where it takes you. You know, I mean. Yeah. I mean, when we started sprint cars in a realistic standpoint, you know, our goal was to be a competitive top 10 local guy. Um, we don't have the funds to get to like a USAC level or yeah. I would say a regular winning car, uh-huh. right? We have small motors. We have fairly new equipment. You know, some of it is used. But I mean, they're not—they're not bad cars by or a bad car by any means. I should—I say cars plural, but we only have one. Yeah. And so our goal when we started was a was a top ten competitive car, right? Uh huh. As a driver, I would love to be able to bring my helmet bag and seat to a racetrack and strap into a different car every night as a hired gun. Uh huh. One that takes the bills off of me and my two parents, and. You know, I get to go have fun and, you know, I wouldn't say be, say be carefree <laughs> in it, but I wouldn't have to worry about running into the wall and having to pay for it and right. sit out next week. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. For sure. So I, I guess There's... my goal in sprint cars is not to be a top youth, that guy, but to be like all my heroes and just local hired guns. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like I always looked up to Scotty Weir uh yeah. dallas hewitt luke hall you know all those guys who were not on the usac level but were the local guys that you would see jumping in and out of cars every week yeah or you could even maybe not an idol of yours but you know you could add a uh, shane coddle in there i mean he's yeah he's he's one of them local guys and yeah i yeah. mean just just guys that you may not see in the same car in in three races yeah you know, be one of those guys that can be versatile with any team and go out there and do well. And yeah, you know, that would be that would be the dream. You know what I mean? It's yeah. I'm kind of at a point now where, believe it or not, at 21, I think I'm too old to get to the Indy 500. Yeah, which is wild to say, but <laughs> right. Um, NASCAR was never the dream. Yeah, uh, open wheel is about it. Um, I do want to run a wing car one day. Yeah. I think that would be cool. I think that would really suit my driving style, just being kind of consistent and try to stay smooth instead of, you know, so out of control all the time. But Yeah. Yeah, I would have to say that the main goal is just, you know, go and race. Go and yeah. race and be competitive. Oh, yeah. So there's your sales pitch. So anybody <laughs> listening, he's looking for a ride. Yeah, any, anybody that's got an open seat. Yeah, I got a bright yellow one that would look good in it. Hell yeah! <laughs> oh, the seats even yellow. I love it. Hell yeah! Oh yeah, seats yellow, helmets are yellow, suits yellow. Love it. So you're a big big fan of the color yellow, then? So you can say. Oh yeah. yeah, I've had all my race cars since I've been 
five years old have been blue, yellow, and orange. Nice. Every single one of them. Okay. So is the also related to that kind of is the number any significance to your family history, or is that just something you picked out your favorite number or twenty one? So tw- actually, I have it tattooed on my arm. Oh, okay. Of my number and my dad's number. So my dad used to run twenty one when he ran for my father or my grandfather in stock cars his father-in-law was was 21 on his stock car so when we rolled over to quarter midgets it was just 21 i wanted to be like dad yeah and once we moved up to big cars and there's seven 21s in the pits (laughs) we were just like okay so we'll be 21 b yeah there you go and that's it's just been that forever so gotcha yeah 21 i don't really know how it came about Okay. Because I don't, I think my grandfather's numbers were in the 40s, and okay. dad's number was 36. I don't know how they came about 21. It's probably a drunken night. I'm not Could've quite been. sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're talking about your family history, so I just thought I'd ask. I didn't know if there was anything significant there. So. Yeah, I really don't know. I just, five years old, I was like, I want to be like dad. And there you go. That's how it came about. Oh, yeah. They're bound to be some kind of alcohol or 21-year-old boobies involved. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't I don't know about doobies, but I, I can guarantee you there was alcohol involved. <laughs> so, uh, what, What? I mean, probably Eldora is the answer, but what's your favorite track? Or to be See, that, one, that one's hard. Or I there, would have to like, say oh, Lawrenceburg would probably be my favorite. Okay. All right. The the speed there is is unmatchable, if that's even a word. I think it is. Uh, we we just made it a word. You just made it a word. Yeah. Fuck it. All right, cool. Urban <laughs> Dictionary, that shit. Yep, yep. We're on it. So, but yeah, that's. Um, I would have to say Lawrenceburg is probably my favorite for driving wise. Um, I love the history and the prestige of Eldora and what that gives, you know, just for my family because my whole family's raced there for decades you know so it's neat to go there and be the first open wheel driver there in my family um so that's pretty cool to walk into that place from you know being in diapers to finally being able to get in the pits and now as a driver so that's that's pretty cool um but i don't know i do like bull rings i'm just not as good at them yeah I try my hardest, but yeah. <laughs> we struggle there, dude. Yeah. <laughs> what but. about a a bucket list track? Where's one you haven't been that you want to get to? <laughs> There's two. Okay. One is Knoxville. Everybody wants to run Knoxville. Hell yeah! Right? Yep. I can I could knock that one off the bucket list. And if we had more money, we were gonna go to the Corn Belt Nationals this year and just surprise everybody. But yeah, that did, that ended up falling through. Yeah. And then the other one, believe it or not, I've never been there to watch a race, and I've never been there to race, is Terre Haute. I want to go to Terre Haute so bad in a sprint car. Hell yeah. But it's the thing of they don't want to take the the car there because it's so big and fast. Yeah. And I was like, we run Lawrenceburg every week. Come on, let's just do it. And I think I finally got them talked into if it's a rainy night and that's the only place racing, we may be going. Hell yeah. So I, I do want to get there. That would be my two bucket list tracks. It's it's super fast. <laughs> it's hard yeah. on the equipment. Yeah. 
Yeah, slinging yeah. into turn one. Yeah, that's something to see for sure. Or be a part I love wa- I love watching them when they get down the straightaway, and it's just <laughs> all raised up, and uh, oh, it's yeah. just beautiful. Yeah, well, we, we always stand in the uh, down in the infield on in turn one, watch them come around there. Man, it's it's the best spot to watch that race. Oh, I bet it's beautiful. Yeah. Packing that mm. freaking wheel around the corner there. Ooh. Hair standing, oh, yeah. Hair standing up on my arms. We got to change Absolutely. subject. I'm getting a little chubby right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You guys, are make, you guys are making me thirsty over here, <laughs> <Yeah>. man. <laughs> uh, oh. So you've kind of answered these a little bit, but what's your favorite Indiana and Ohio tracks? Um, and- yeah, I, again, I have to reiterate, probably Lawrenceburg. But Lawrenceburg's like so close to Ohio, it's like an in between. Yeah, kind of so, like the same. <laughs> if I had to say like an Indiana bull ring, I would have to say either Gas City or Kokomo. Yeah, I loved when we started, and like when you talk about sprint cars back ten years ago, it was Gas City was a USAC race every Friday night. Yeah. And now when you go there, it's not as much now, but when we started, it was it was starting to get back to that. Yeah. And it was it started to get, you know, like that prestigious bowl ring again. And Kokomo has the same effect. So yeah. I would have to say Gassy or Kokomo for that. But for an Ohio track. That's the one I want to know. <laughs> besides Eldora, maybe. But Yeah, besides Eldora, I grew up at, at Waynesfield. Like, that's really where my love for non-wing sprint cars came from was Waynesfield. Um, that's where all my heroes come from. You know, it's not yeah. the Brady Bacons and Justin Grants. It's Matt Westfall, Dallas Hewitt, yeah. uh, Luke Hall, uh, Scotty Weir, yeah. Kyle Simon. You know, all those guys were were top guys at Waynesfield. So watching them battle it out every week, I would have to say that and we ran seventh there this year, which is our mm-hmm. best, the first time we ever finished a feature there in <laughs> like the five times we've raced there, which that's another embarrassing story we can get to. But <laughs> that I would have to say Waynesfield, Lima's up there. You know, Lima, my dad used to race stock cars at Lima, so did my uncle. And so that one's got a, a little special place in my heart. Yeah. But I would have to say those two. So, so talking about a, okay. So talking about an Ohio, uh, you know, you kind of talk, naming off some non-wing guys, and you know, you're not much of a wing guy, I don't think. You say you want to run one, but so why? Maybe I don't know. I've asked this question. Why is there so much wing racing over there? I mean, you know what I mean? Is it just that's just the way it is, or you yeah, know, I don't know. They're just weird. Some <laughs> guys are weird. Well, I thought I'd ask. We have an Ohio guy. Yeah, on, so. I, I don't know, man. Yeah. I really can't answer that. I I guess it's windier over here. I don't know. Yeah. We, so I guess so you, I like, guess you uh, need the wing because even so here we're in Indiana right we're the non-wing there's a lot of non-wing here of course you know that uh, right and they're like people some people here's like man where's the wing racing at and I was like I don't know I guess in Ohio and you know uh, yeah you <laughs> don't here. need it in Indiana <laughs> but, man uh, but uh, some people around around here do like watching it but um, yeah I think it's I one of those know. things where it's like Ohio it's the normal for wings so when a non-wing yeah. comes in it's the show right yeah. Same as over there, like when the Outlaws or All-Stars come in for an event, it's like, oh, it, you know, this is the event. Yeah. 
But I've talked I, to I guys. I've talked to guys that are vice versa. Like they like wing, don't like non-wing. They like non-wing, don't like wing. I mean, eh, it's just a preference. Just watching it at least. But uh, yeah, I'm a. I, I watch I'm it all. I don't care. Sh- yeah, I'm a through and through. I'm a sprint car guy. Yeah. If somebody called me tomorrow and said, "I want you to run a wing 360, four bolts in a seat," and I'm in there. Yeah. I mean that's. It's just where I'm at. It's a, uh-huh. a sprint car is a sprint car, and you know, yeah, I love it. So, yeah. anyway, thought I would ask, but yeah, yeah, I really don't know. I <laughs> like all I can say are Buckeyes are weird, dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's where my dad's side of the family all from is Ohio, and they're, they're a weird bunch of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm yeah. I, love I guess em. that's why we traveled to Indiana. I love them. They're my <laughs> yeah. family, but yeah, <laughs> yeah they're. <laughs> different yeah so going back a little bit to just list uh, your whole history what's your biggest win i mean if any of your classes you've raced or or whatever <laughs> whether it be a, a, a heat race win or like a an actual feature win or just any like you said a b main win it's whatever what do you got for us anything i i would have to say the biggest feature win would have been the the bloomington win in a mini sprint yeah we kind of showed up, and it was one of those nights of like, oh, okay, we'll take our top ten and go home. And yeah, it just kind of all fell apart or fell together. And I was standing on the front stretch with who I didn't know his significance at the time was Pat Sullivan, and I'm just standing yeah. there, and I was like, I don't know what to say. Like, I didn't yeah. even know I was going to be in this situation. Right. I wasn't expecting so, to be here. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually sitting right next to the trophy as we speak right now. And like, oh, I looked nice. over, and I was like, oh, that's obviously the one. There you go. Yeah. So how so long that, ago was that, roughly? <sighs> and that was the MMSA series, right? Yeah, that was MMSA. So that was—I mean—that was a tough series, right? Yeah. Even now, um, I mean, they, they run a hop style almost every time we're there. Yeah. And, I mean, that and they've got some car counts now, stacked. dude. That's. Yeah. I'm so glad to watch that series kind of bounce back. Like I yeah. said, when we were getting out, it was starting to starting to dwindle down, and I'm so glad to see uh, Kevin and that whole team get that series back. To where it should be, you know what I mean? Yeah, it but has. yeah, I'd have to say Bloomington was was the top feature win, right? Um, okay. In the sprint car, I think my my best accolade would have probably been the the heat race wins. Yeah, this year uh, for both, you know, the first local night of the year and and kind of for the boss race, right? Yeah. So that was that was probably two of my best sprint car ones. Gotcha. But oh yeah, I ain't won no features yet. We're trying though. Hey, chipping away, you you get one. But uh, we're trying. Hell yeah! So, so uh, we talked about it before we got on here on the actual recording this. Uh, you said you had some stories, so let's let's hear some couple stories, or you know, what some of your favorite memories or stories you got if you, if you got some. So, I guess I can jump back to the Waynesfield story. That was that was probably the most embarrassing point yeah. in my racing yeah. career. Yeah, let's hear that one. Waynesfield. <laughs> yeah, I, I was so, waiting to hear this one. <laughs> so we uh, we get to Waynesfield, and we had a steel block 406 modified motor in the car my first year sprint cars. Okay. So it was just to get us started. Well, we had just purchased our first aluminum block motor, which is the motor we're still running today. Oh, okay. It's a it's a twelve by twelve four ten aluminum block motor. Okay. So we're picking that up out of the um, Matt Goodnight's trailer, who Bennick or Scott Bennick was crewing for at the time. That's who we bought it off of. And yeah. We take it down to our trailer. 
we got this this new motor sitting there and we're like pumped right we're, oh this is so cool i'm finally getting a real sprint car motor we go out there and we race and the track is i mean black yeah black <laughs> looks and like asphalt typ- race <laughs> typical ohio track right yeah <laughs> i guess that's why the wing cars run there because that's the only way they can get bite yeah <laughs> and so this track is just junk yeah and I watch Matt Goodnight go into the corner under a caution lap. You know, we're kind of buzzing the track, uh-huh. getting the line up. And I watch him go in. I'm like, okay, I got this. I can do this. So I go in, and I let off the throttle and stab the brake. Little did I know, the brake rotor explodes. Oh, shit. And I hit the wall, and I flip all <laughs> the way down, turns three and four. Oh, damn. Oh, no. And just junk everything on this car besides the frame and the motor. Oh. Okay. And this is under caution. Oh. <laughs> that. Lining up for the heat race. And damn. my dad had just told me, be careful when you go out there because this track is slick. Uh-huh. And here I am. Dicking around. I am getting the <laughs> ugliest scowl from my father. Oh, man. Yeah, you did exactly like, what I told you not to do. <laughs> yes i mean if they would have let him out on the track it would have been a whole family feud yeah. because he was gonna whoop my ass <laughs> yep guarantee and that so obviously at the time i didn't i didn't know what happened you know i wasn't obviously aiming to junk my race car and i just happened to look down and on the back stretch where i had started pressing the brake they're picking up pieces of my brake rotor oh yeah so i think okay this is my proof to show my dad this wasn't my fault. So I run to the back stretch and steal the parts of this brake rotor from this track official. I'm just handing them up and I'm waving it to him. Yeah. As like, hey, this isn't my fault. Please don't kick my ass when we get back to the pits. Dad, here's and, the evidence. Right. So that that was the most embarrassing moment in my life was yeah. when I junked a non-wing sprint car in front, caution, under caution. In front of God and everybody. Yeah, in, in front of everybody. Yeah, it was on flow too because I think it was the All Stars were there. Okay, it like so a, it was on flow. Uh, so it was on. It was on TV. It was on. Damn. You know, obviously the stands were packed. It was the last race of the year, that and I junk a race car. Makes it even worse. And the worst part about it is, is you're looking at this motor that you just spent all this money on, and then you turn around out of the trailer, and you have to look at your junk race car. That you crashed in caution laps. Yep, that's no yeah. good. So, no bueno. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a bad night. People in Australia probably seen you wreck that car in caution. Maybe. Yeah, they definitely know your name. You're <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm a lot better now. So if you want to hire a driver, copy that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, man, I just I don't know. You've had. Quite a few fun times, that's for damn sure. Oh yeah. Uh, Stuff you never forget. Yeah. We've I'm drawing a blank right now. Very good. Well, if something comes up, uh you know. Yeah, about to say we'll say something that'll spark yeah, something. If, if something triggers it, just come on in with another yeah. one. Okay. I think we're kinda of winding down with the racing side of it, but if you do come up with something, let us know. But Okay. Uh, so what's a day in the life of Ryan Barr like? Oh, man. I wake up at 6 o'clock every morning, yeah. and I have to be at work at 6.30. Oh, okay. And 
Uh, I am a machinist at Medway Tool, who's actually on the side of the race car. See, I think I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's how, uh, that's actually how I got started in the whole trade itself. Okay. Is my boss, the vice president of the company, used to race with my dad and quarter midgets back in the, the 80s. Okay. They, you know, grew apart. Well, in the mini sprint, the first year, we had open spot on the wing, and we had posted on Facebook, like, hey, we're looking for sponsors. Well, Mark had found us and was like, I want to put Medway Tool on the side of the car. So we uh, we said, sure, why not? I think it was a $500 sponsor, which was our biggest sponsor at the time. Yeah. So we got the whole side of the wing. And they've grown with us up until now, you know, and... I was 13 that whole season, and then I turned 14 on December 26th, day after Christmas is my birthday. Turned yeah. 14, December 27th was a Monday, and I was working in the shop, yeah. sweeping floors. Because my dad was like, nope, you need to get out of the house, I'm, I'm tired of it, you need to find <laughs> a job. Yep. So on my breaks through school and stuff, I'd go in there and, and sweep floors, clean machines, and I kind of thought to myself, I said, this is something I really want to do. You know, yeah. I'm a big, I'm a big history guy. So machinists and fabricators were, you know, the ground, uh, foundation for sprint cars. Yep. So I was like, man, that'd be really cool to be a machinist and, you know, just kind of that history of sprint cars and plus the getting to make something new with your hands every day is, is yeah. really neat. So I pursued, you know, schooling through that, and I did a trade school, never went to college. I wasn't wasting that money. Uh-huh. And I started working there full-time like three years ago. Um, so, yeah, I've been there ever since. I've been a machinist and done a lot of a lot of neat stuff. Yeah. I've actually done uh, – I've machined hubs that, that are on uh, Silver Crown cars now. So that was that was cool. You know, it kind of came full circle. I got in it because of the history of racing, and yeah, and I got to do something that was familiar with it, right? So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Working on so it's kind of a highlight of my career. Yeah, and job wise, you know. Yeah, but yeah, I work there every day, and usually when I'm off, if I'm not in the garage, I'm out mowing my yard, <laughs> and or petting my cat, and uh -huh. hanging out with hanging out with the girlfriend, and that's about go. it. There you go. Sounds like enough to keep you busy. Yeah. Talk it's a nice little life. <laughs> yeah. Talking about machinists real quick. Um, if you haven't listened to the Travis Burhill episode with him, we had – he he works – he's in the machinist uh, stuff as well. Yeah. Uh, That's was, funny you say that because I was just listening to that episode uh, before we were talking. Oh, nice. Like well, as I was at work today, I was listening to the Travis <laughs> Berryhill episode because I was like, man, I've always heard his name, but I don't know much about him. Okay. So that's that's funny that you say that, but yeah. yeah, I just learned that today. Actually, there you go. He's talking about his uh, connecting rods. He's made thirteen thousand of them. He had a count at one time. I don't know what his actual count ended up being, but yeah. Uh, anyways, thought that was that was entertaining but to hear that. Yeah, but, yeah, that's super cool. But uh, and one of the reasons I got another reason I got into it was I saw back when Paul McMahon was racing for uh, CJB. They had a little tool room at their shop at the time, and he was in there, like, just making, I think it was spacers for the rear end. And I was like, that's so cool. Like, Paul McMahon's a machinist. I could be a machinist. Yeah. And that's another reason that it just came about, you know. So it's so cool, like, when I run across guys in it, 
you know, in sprint cars that are machinist too, because it's like a it's its own little world outside of racing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, uh, you know, it's dirt tracks and rib racks. We like to talk a little bit about food. So, what kind of what are some of your uh, favorite restaurants over your way? So it's funny you guys are in to rib racks because there is this place in Dayton. I have went to my whole life with my grandparents at Christmas time. I got it's my called. Pen. I got my pen it, ready. It's called <laughs> Old Hickory. Oh, and it is the best ribs in Ohio. Okay, maybe even the Midwest. I'd argue it. Okay, I really would. It's in Dayton. They have Ohio. a. Yep, they have a barbecue sauce like no other. It's like the tangiest barbecue sauce you can eat. Okay, I'm interested. And it once once you have it, ribs will never taste the same again. Okay, so that sounds like something that uh, we need to try, right, Charlie? Some something I always say it is blow your balls off good. Okay, I know another place like that in Ohio. It's changed since the original owner died. New Regal Ribs. It's uh, north of there. It's close to Sandusky, Ohio. Hmm. And I used I'll to say to give that sa- one a try. Well, the recipe changed because it died with the original owner. Um. So to me, they're not as good anymore. So I definitely want these from uh, Old Hickory. <laughs> but yeah. they used to be so good. And okay, so I- Ohio's pretty good at ribs. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird because the South is really known for their ribs, right? Yeah. yeah. But don't but, count Ohio out if you don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I can't – it used to be Old Hickory because they, they changed locations, and I think they changed the name with it, but it's still the same recipe. Okay, it's still good. the original recipe, and it's on – I know it's on Brown Road in Dayton. I'm writing that part but down I, I, too. <laughs> I'm sure if it, I'm sure if you look up Old Hickory, it'll say it. But it's not the carryout. If you look it up, okay, okay. When when you look up Old Hickory, do not go to the carryout. I made that mistake once. It's not the same. Wrong one. Okay. Wrong one. It's a little. It's tight little tavern type. It's this Old awesome. Hickory place is. Oh yeah. Okay. That's it's just, awesome. That's just like the places oh. we go to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. We may make and a trip we... to Dayton just for these ribs. <laughs> while you're selling them to us. I'm telling if you, guys, if you guys come up here for ribs, you let me know. We'll go have draft beer and some ribs. Copy Hell, that. yeah. But another place I really like is uh, the. it's called the Hideout Tavern here in town. It's a little hole in the wall. It's actually in the middle of a neighborhood. Okay. And it's, like I said, it's a little hole in the wall. It's got really good bar food and um, really good draft beer. So Hell yeah. I would give that one a try if you're ever in town. Okay. So what what would be your, like, your favorite dish, favorite thing to order or cook? Or cuisine, a different kind of cuisine you like to partake in. Man, I'm, you know, I'm a big, big steak guy. I like steak a lot. Okay. Yeah, same here. Um. I really like ribs, which is perfect when you guys called about doing this podcast. I was like, there we go. Dirt track, beer, and ribs. This kind of, this kind of sounds like everything I am about. There we go. It's perfect. Um, I'm about to say, yeah, any type well, of meat, really. I mean, I'm yeah. not picky. Okay. 
What about? I didn't have so to what, get a whole new suit and a bigger seat this year because I don't like food. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what? So you talk about steak. What's your favorite cut, or you know, what's your preference there? Uh, I usually get strip because it's cheap. I yeah. mean, I'm broke, so <laughs> strip typically. I've there never had a fillet. Yeah. People say it's really good, but I'm like, that's pretty good. If I'm getting a steak. It's got to be a stripper sirloin. Well, you, you got race car parts to buy. You can't be that. You know, fillet that, money. Yeah. Exactly. It's like when I go to a steakhouse, people make fun of me because I get a strip and a tall PBR because it's <laughs> the cheapest thing you can get that still tastes yep. decent. Hey, yep. I ain't nothing wrong with a strip, and I'm I'm down to drink a PBR any uh, day of the I'm week. Down. I'm down to climb. Oh, you can't beat a tall PBR, man, on <laughs> draft. Oh, I get made fun of when I get a PBR, but I don't even care because I do yeah. get them sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah. PBRs are delicious. And just, oh, yeah. just for your information, fillets are good. But a, a damn ribeye is just as good or even better to me. Yeah. Really? I, See, I I've had a few ribeyes, but I just. I'm a big ribeye. I'm a big ribeye fan. But I like the fat. That That's my taste. I'll eat, I'll eat a New York strip or sirloin here and there. Yeah, see, I like the strip because it's got the fat. It's got that fat strip, so you can cut it off, but it, it adds the flavor when they cook yeah. it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But it's kind of uh, just got that fat on that edge, doesn't it? So like, I feel like I don't know. It's the steak seems kind of a little bit more tough, but it's good. But the ribeye, I don't know. It's got that fat in the middle usually, so I kind of feel like that fat kind of helps yeah. out. But yeah. Like I said, I've always I, been I raised on sirloins, though, so it's just ribeye was never the one I I went to. There but I'm go. I'm always down to try it and give it yeah. a shot. Hell yeah! So, uh, what about uh, you? Do any cooking yourself? I do. Um, I make mean fucking pork chops. Ooh, oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they are mm, delicious. Okay. Um. I do a Parmesan crusted chicken. Okay. That's really good. Uh, I'm a big pasta guy, okay. which is probably yeah. why I've gained so much weight. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> but, like. I can't walk away uh, from pasta either. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. It's so good. Anything you put over it, even if it's plain, you can eat pasta plain. Just, I've done that. Just I love it. Throw yeah. a little butter and salt on there, and it's still good. Oh, you don't even have some butter and salt. You ain't got to waste all them ingredients. You just got to <laughs> boil some water, son. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> So have you, I make uh, I make a carbonara with red peppers. That's really good. Okay. Um, my mom taught me how to make fettuccine alfredo. There you go. Yeah, I love cooking. Usually in the off season, you'll you'll find me in the kitchen. I I love making new things. Hell yeah. That's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing about cooking. You know, you can do your own twist on it. You can if you don't like it, you can make it something else or make it make it a different way. You know, so yeah, it's pretty awesome to do uh, that's yeah. what, uh, and trust me i have messed up in the kitchen plenty yeah. of times you get a <laughs> yeah. frozen pizza and that's what you're having yep yep that happens every once in a while for sure oh yeah I, about- and believe it or not i love steak but i can't cook it <laughs> i cannot cook a steak man if i want steak i gotta go out oh uh, okay i'm that way My- with chicken Swear to God, oh, if, I, yeah. if I want chicken, I get this guy sitting right beside of me to freaking fix the chicken. <laughs> it, any kind of beef, pork, whatever, I'm fine. I can cook it, and it's awesome. Yeah, chicken, I dry that shit out. I pull it at yeah. temperature. It's I can't cook chicken. Yeah. yeah. See, people dry pork out a lot, and like when I do my pork chops, oh, you can you can cut it with your fork. Yeah, that's perfect. I don't know how I do it. I mean, it's beginner's luck, and I've just been doing the same thing ever since. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, right? Yeah. And but I cook a steak, man, and it is the toughest shoe leather you've ever had in your life. <laughs> Same with a grilled cheese. You ever seen somebody burn a hole through their grilled cheese? 
<laughs> no, that's me, that. man. Okay. I can't yeah, I put, I put I, I put windows in grilled cheese, man. Okay. I can't do it. Dang, that's no good. And believe it or not, somebody who cooks pasta, I can't boil pasta either. I gotta have <laughs> I gotta have my girlfriend boil the pasta so I can make the sauce. All right. I, I flood the darn kitchen every time I do. Dang. Bring it to a so, rolling boil and leave it for seven minutes. Take it off. So, yeah. so I got this easy one for you here. Maybe I just saw this and I'm, I'm at text to you when we're done on here uh, talking, but on this this phone conversation. But uh, I saw it on Facebook on Reels, one of the Reels the other day. So they get like, you know, like the bunt cake, you know, like the round. It's got mm-hmm. a hole in the middle. Mm-hmm. So they had one of those, the pan or whatever. So they put the rigatoni, the round fat noodles, and they stack yeah. them up in there just like a shotgun shell. They just stack them up all the way around. They fill the whole thing up. Then they pour the pasta sauce and meat sauce or whatever you put on it, and then they put cheese on top of it. Then they bake it, oh. and they turn it upside down and dump it out, and it's like a freaking pasta cake. I'll have oh, to send that to you. So, man. so that solves your whole pasta boiling, flooding the kitchen problem. Oh, that Maybe. is genius. <laughs> so I'll send that to you when Just we get off. Bacon, yeah. you don't even have to worry about it. <laughs> I mean, Heck, I think we I'm can end this call and you can text me right now. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds delicious. <laughs> Anyways. Dude, I got no Italian in my family, but I tell you what. Yeah. Oh, I would go to Italy in a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> me too. I've heard it's good. I know people that's been and they say it's phenomenal, but uh, yeah. maybe, maybe one day. Yeah, our Check buddy Alex went a couple years ago, and he said everything he ate was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. Them people know how to cook, man. Hell, yeah. And so, I love uh, food. Yeah, same here. So so you got any any sponsors or people you'd like to thank or mention? Yeah, I would. Uh, you know, Medway Tool, obviously, they're a big one, right? Uh, uh-huh. I've got to thank them. Uh, Charger Manufacturing. Metal Bright, who's actually my uncle's, they uh, took over my grandpa's company when when he okay. passed away about a year ago. So, uh, Metal Bright Polishing, GK Electric, Stiffles Home and Auto, uh, Simpson Race Products, Performance Paint and Supply, One Shot Services, um, CDS Power Washing, um, the Fisher family. Got to throw them out there, you know, feeding us every now and then. Um, O'Reilly Machine and Tool. And then, you know, got to shout out Jeff Claxton and Scott Bennick. You know, they really help us out on, on our motor program and, and their setups and everything like that. But the biggest shout out, you know, goes to my girlfriend. She puts up with a lot, you know, I'm in the, in the, <laughs> yeah. in the garage late nights. And, yeah. you know, she puts up with all, all that. And, and then the other two, you know, my parents. For sure. If, if it weren't for them, I would never be where I'm at, you know even yeah. in life if we weren't racing so for sure man. they they put up with they've put up with my attitude through my teenage years and my <laughs> antics through my 20s and you know we're just getting started through that but yeah you know they they've backed me 100 percent, no matter what never doubted me as a driver no matter what on the bad days they're always there and you know I'm, i really appreciate all three of them for really supporting me and getting me through everything if if it weren't for them i would never never have made it this far oh yeah you gotta have that support system to do anything especially something like racing yeah 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 it's it's pretty awesome i have all the backing i do you know it's i'm very grateful for where i'm at in life with all the people i have and i i consider family that aren't blood you know, yeah. Um, it it's just amazing 
you know what we have and what racing's built around me even and you know my whole family and the people it's given us in life and it, it's just wonderful and i appreciate everybody that you know supports me and comes to watch and i love when people come down and talk and chat and new fans old fans i love it all man i love everybody that supports me heck yeah do you have any merch for sale that those people can get uh actually we just ran out so i don't know if the plan is for the future to get new shirts or not it took us i think two and a half years to get rid of our other shirts so we're kind of on the fence as if we want to do that anymore but yeah we got free autograph cards and there you go it's always you know, signatures i always try to get up in the stands and and talk to the kids and yeah. some parents and if sponsors give us stuff to hand out, I always try to, you know, give it out. Oh yeah. I always try to try to make an appearance in the stands if I can, you know, if we're not yeah. too busy in the pits. But yeah, you know. people appreciate that. I mean, every time you, every time you're in the stands, like somebody will see it. Hey, is that guy a driver? Even if they don't know you, like right. Hey, well, that, that was that was a cool Let's thing. To talk to him. Yeah, that was the cool thing at Lawrenceburg <laughs> last week is. I wasn't even in my driving suit, and I'm I'm walking down the, the midway to get you know some fried pickles because again you gotta try out the new the new food right. Oh for sure, yeah. And this dude walks past me, and he's kind of giving me an eye, <laughs> and I just just hear him as he passes me by, and he says, "I think that was Ryan Barr," <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, that's so cool!" Like, I'm you know really a nobody in this sport, like somebody knows my name. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel important. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. <For sure. laughs> so it, that that's neat when that happens, you know. Yeah. Yep. But you know, that was the coolest thing when when I started, you know, really getting into the open wheel stuff is when we went to Waynesfield. I was standing next to like Dallas Hugh and Scotty Weir, you know, guys I run with now. Yeah. And I was just so excited that it was my favorite driver, and I couldn't even spill out two words to him then. Yeah. And now I drink beer with him in the pits, and it's like. <laughs> I want that to be, you know, we got to feed our next generation. And For sure. I want that to happen to me, you know, when when I'm in my 40s or 50s. And I want that fan to come up to me and be like, you gave me a T-shirt when yeah. I was, you know, 10 years old and I've been forever a fan. So that's, right. Or even a hero, something as simple as like a hero card or something, you know, like you said. Right. So. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. Or a picture. That's my you favorite know, thing is feeling like, like a superstar. Yeah. For sure, man. So, that's, that's a great thing about this sport, for sure. Yeah, it's sprint car racing is is probably the greatest form of racing there ever is and ever will be uh -huh. because of the fan fan camaraderie and the the action on the track and it's just it's a whole nother world, man. It is, yeah. We agree a hundred percent. Where can people find you on social media? I'm sure after this, there's going to be millions. <laughs> of our followers no. wanting to know <laughs> we don't have millions so uh, <laughs> we uh we uh we're we do the race page ryan bar racing on all forms of social media so twitter instagram and, and facebook if we don't have it on one of those then you have to go one of those because that's the only three we know uh, <laughs> <laughs> um then i got my personal page on on twitter and instagram uh i do have a facebook but i don't really Unless I really know you, I don't. I don't accept you. So go to the race page. 
but okay yeah uh, ryan bar racing at, at any twitter instagram or facebook that would be the mm-hmm. best way best way to to reach us and uh mom does a great job during race night on on keeping the race page updated yeah. uh at least on facebook she does she does a phenomenal job on that she does some behind the scenes stuff too what we're doing in the garage or where we're going and, okay yeah, yeah so it's fun to follow along when you can yeah heck yeah well uh guess uh we appreciate you being on here man and uh giving us some few minutes of your busy schedule I'm sure you got yeah. things to do well unless, i'm probably gonna go crack open a natty light sit out in the go. yard and, and admire my freshly the, cut grass on the, on the rocking chair on the front porch yeah yeah <laughs> yes i will but uh any last <laughs> words i know we had you on here for a little bit but you know appreciate your time uh man. yeah i just want to thank you guys so much for having me on and you know supporting us local guys you know i know yeah. The USAC guys get to talk a lot, but when, when us local guys get to talk, I hope it's fun and yeah, man. Man. get our names out there. And I know I enjoy it, and I you've you've gained at least one fan from having me on here. So Copy that, man. But, yeah, we yeah, appreciate it. I really it. appreciate you guys. Hey, you're welcome. We're glad to do it, man. Uh, you know, we like talking to people, so even, the, even guys like you. So we're not segregating anybody, but, yeah. But uh, we're having a good yeah, time, thought- so. Yeah, well, I really appreciate you guys for having me on. Yeah, man, you're welcome. Uh, hopefully our paths cross one of these days. Absolutely. Uh, if you get to Hobstop, for sure let us know. If we get to Lawrenceburg or somewhere up that way, we'll we'll. Absolutely, yeah. If you, ever guys, if you guys ever come up north, you'll have to shoot me a text to see if we, see if we can meet up somewhere. Copy that. Maybe get some ribs. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm always down for ribs. All right. Hell yeah, man. Sounds All good. Right. Yep. Thanks, right. guys. You're welcome. We'll see you. See ya. And go ahead. I was just going to say, that was Ryan Barr. Good interview. Oh, yeah, oh, it's such a beautiful sound. I, I needed one. Yeah, that, that was, was a good one. Good interview. Got a lot to say. Yeah. Good guy. Hopefully we get to meet him someday soon. Go check out his social media and see what, follow him, follow his uh, racing stuff. Check him out if you don't know him already. Yeah. And I think uh, next we have a word from our sponsor. We do. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Rounder City Pizza, home of the Nameless Pizza. That's located in Dayot, Indiana. That's T-O-O, not the number two. Follow them on Facebook for all their weekly specials like our favorite, Thursday Thursday, 12 wings and a pitcher of domestic beer for sixteen fifty. Dining or carry out for all your pizza, beer, wing, and sandwich needs. Give them a call at 812-867-7172. Or check them out on Facebook. Or actually visit them at their physical location at 12731 North Green River Road, Evansville, Indiana, 47725. <clears throat> and thanks Ben Crown as well. Crown Farms. Love that place. Can't wait to get back there this week. Yeah, it was kind of weird not being there, wasn't it? I missed Thursday, but for good reason. Yeah. And uh, I'll be back this week, though. Bet your ass. We'll get that table reserved. Get, uh, well, I guess that mo- that'll move us on to... Stoking the fire. Uh-huh. With that, uh, ASCS Wing Series gets a streaming partner with Racing Dirt. They also join as the title sponsor of the ASCS Sprint Car Series. This And it actually also includes the Summit USMSTS Nationals Championship. Mods, you know, 
everybody likes to watch mods. Yeah, we got a lot of mods. It's a pretty good series. We got a lot of mod fans. This is like one of the top series, you know. Yeah, I like watching them. Don't care for them at Hobstock sometimes. Yeah, but it ain't these guys anyway. Yeah, but you know, been a lot of late model guys come through that. A lot of late model guys come through that. Ricky Thornton Jr. came through there, I think, and then uh, who's the other guy? Um, uh, Nick Hoffman, wasn't he in that for a little bit? Uh, maybe. I uh, feel like he was Sorensen, in there. Daniel Sorensen. Daniel Sorensen. Hoffman might not have been, but I thought he maybe was in there for yeah. a minute. Um, yeah, they're also, like I said, the title sponsor and their uh, streaming partner as well. So. Yeah, and uh, if you want to watch ASCS. Yeah. Pull out your wallet. Do it. It's not that bad. It's cheaper than Dirt Vision. Yeah. And you get other series as well. You get the USMST. Well, I butchered that, didn't I? USMTS. USMTS. <laughs> I got those letters <laughs> completely twisted up. Yeah, I do it all the time. But uh, it's uh, $32.99 a month or $199.99 a year. That's that's cheaper than Dirt Vision. Yeah. And you get a lot of races to go to. Yeah. With that. So, uh New subscribers? What's Definitely. it say? They got New something? subscribers get 25% off when they use this promo code ASCS2023 at checkout. So right there, that takes it down to $150 a year. That's same as flow. There you go. So you should maybe consider that if you're interested. Yeah. So, so yeah, good to see another, you know, they cut the deal with flow off. And uh, there you go, racingdirt.com. I'm sure they've got more series than the two we mentioned on there. Yeah, it's got it's got several. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, modified late model events all through the Midwest. Yeah, just check it out. Check it out. Maybe you just buy buy it for a month and see what see what yeah. so they have to, off, have to offer. Do the thirty two ninety nine. Try it one time. And see what all they got. Yeah. We ain't done it yet, but we will. Yeah, we'll probably check it out. Can't have enough. Can't never have too much of racing, right? We get, we got. Dirt Vision and Flow. If you notice, you'll never see either one of us on Facebook. Where can I watch this race for free? Yeah. <laughs> free stream anywhere? <laughs> we opened our wallet. Yeah, you're damn right. It's not, I mean, it's not that expensive. Come yeah. on, guys. Yeah. And, uh, Kofoid, back to the Roth Motorsports 83JR, grenaded an engine on Saturday with 10 to go on the fi- in the final lap. In the finale, final not ten. the in the finale, in the final not ten the final laps, lap. last ten laps, yeah, within the last ten, ten laps to go. I didn't watch it at Houston's, but uh, you were telling me a while ago. I mean, I don't guess you watched it either, but you went back and watched it. Uh, highlights. Yeah. I saw a picture, and yeah, I saw the there was a flames <laughs> coming from <laughs> the engine, a, a flamethrower for a second. <laughs> uh, that old TRD still under development, research and development. <laughs> Toyota racing development so. did not work out. Yeah. I can't help but be a little shitty. Sorry I don't feel so bad for you. Buddy Kofoid. Yeah. I don't know. So he's, yeah, he's, he's so he's, he ran the 55 for Ohio Speed Week, which I guess was the plan in the whole time. So now he's in the back in the right. He was in the car earlier in the season, right? Also, yeah. But also bailed out on Bernie's midget week. Yeah, he bailed out on midget week to go run that fifty-five car, and, and then he, didn't stay. And in he it. tied in points for the the winnings, and 
Tyler Courtney had the tiebreaker, so he yeah. didn't get the, the, the Hall of Speed Week champion. But still kind of a puzzling move, which we're going to get into what happened at the 55 <clears throat> here just in a second. But yeah. still kind of a puzzling. I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of the racing world. There's uh, a whole lot that, drivers, but a whole lot that we don't know. Uh, I don't know. There's got to be something else. Maybe it all makes sense to them, and they all know, and yeah. that's the only people yeah. that need to know, I just, guess. And we're just a bunch of motherfuckers because we don't know. But, but yeah. Uh, armchair quarterbacks as they call it or whatever but i don't know it's kind of some puzzling moves here in the past few weeks regarding that i'm still a huge hunter schoenberg fan in that 55 car i thought he done great in the car i can't believe that he don't have like a full-time ride already somebody give that man a ride damn yeah it's i mean I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet, but but there's still time. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Which, speaking of the 55, Kerry Madsen moves to the Vermeer 55 for the remainder of the season, including All-Stars and the Eldora Million. And it's all the other premier events, so. Huh. I don't know. That's a I like Kerry Madsen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good guy. Hell of a good driver. Yeah. Maybe a little past his prime. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe maybe he shocks us and pulls out some shit. I saw an old picture today that he actually ran that car like a long time ago. So, I don't know. It's kind of a puzzling. Like I said, great deal for Kerry. Hopefully it works out for him. But kind of a puzzling move that she'd Schuhart, not Schuhart, Schoenberg, and then, uh, you know, third in points had to win, had some top fives, top tens. And you can't even before Hall Speed Week, and you put Kofoid in it, and then you put Kerry Madsen in it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. So that means Kerry's out of the uh, Fordbrook five car. So yep. see, that's an open seat, I guess, for somebody if he wants to keep running that. Fordbrook does. So I don't know. It's, like I said, some puzzling. I guess it's the way it works sometimes in the racing world. But yeah, I can't wait to. See what it, it's almost like it's silly season. Yeah. In the middle of the season. <laughs> yeah, right in the middle, yeah. Pretty well. So we did have some mother nature, of course. Well it was Washington State, but yeah. rain captured it's not really a huge deal, but it was the prelude to the Dirt Cup on Tuesday, June uh twentieth. So no racing there. It's kind of a tune up I guess for the Super Dirt Cup of, or the yeah, the Super Dirt Cup up there in Washington at Skagit. So uh, a little bit moist in Pennsylvania as well. They've man, they've rained out a lot of uh, a lot of PA races. Speed Weeks races over there. So I don't know. I think there's one Thursday at Lincoln. They were scheduled. So hopefully, I think uh, according to the weather app, there is no rain Thursday. Yeah, I know Grandview canceled tonight. So and I think uh, Williams Grove canceled on Friday. We'll get into all that later, but yeah, but get into some spicy stuff that happened last week. With uh, we'll start with <laughs> this is so fucking. We'll awesome. start with uh, TK, also known as Tim Kading, one of my favorites. Yeah, that dude's awesome, uh, and also featuring Brad Sweet, <laughs> the kitty the, cat, the big cat. <laughs> so they were at Houston's on was that Friday night? Friday, yeah. Or was it Thursday? No, it was Thursday yeah, because it was Thursday. Uh, Brittany was playing it on yeah. the way. Yeah. She's like, did you see this? I was like, yeah, I seen it. <laughs> so, yeah, under red, um, 
Brad Sweet and Tim Kading are firing. Yeah. The cars are all off. They're sitting idle in, in the, on the track, and, and they're exchanging some Christmas card information uh, for later in the year. But uh, not really. <coughs> but <laughs> it was so funny. It was uh, Brad Sweet bitching about TK jumping the start or something. Who drives like that? Yeah. You really drive like that? Yeah. What are you driving like that for? And TK goes, <laughs> he goes, uh, Leader goes first, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and Sweet's like, you've been driving her 300. Are you fucking shitting me? You've been driving her 300 years. You know, his little squeaky voice, his nuts still haven't dropped. <laughs> but um, TK was just wham, 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 wham. Like <laughs> he just, just kept making fun of him. And, and then the other angle was uh, of the angle from looking at Brad Sweet's car from the front of it. He actually had his helmet off, which I was surprised you could actually hear as clear as you could, them talking. But TK, I think he might have still had his helmet on. I don't know, but Sweet had his helmet off in the video I saw yesterday. And Jason Sides is yelling, beat his ass. <laughs> and you know him and TK are buddies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Jason Sides is ready to maybe get out there and maybe later have a word. But I want to thank whoever had their phone out yeah. or their camera and recorded that. You're the real hero here. Yeah. And it's all over, I don't have TikTok, but I saw it all over TikTok. It was on Twitter. I seen it uh, on TikToks. Yeah, it was uh, was good stuff. And TK, I'm waiting on the shirt, dude. <laughs> I want to say Knoxville shirt says, leader goes first, pussy. I'll buy, I'll buy like two or three of them. I mean, the first time, this is horrible, horrible to admit. The first time I listened to it, I thought it was TK asking. I thought he was calling him a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Which he kind of did. But when Brittany played it back, she's like, no. This is Brad Sweet talking right here, like the part about uh, were you driving like that for or whatever. Yeah. I thought it was TK. Yeah, and it would embarrass me in front of her. Yeah. Well, then they had a they had a TK got on his fan page on Facebook, which he doesn't post much on there, but and uh, he had one on there, and it was he screenshot the dirt car rules mm-hmm. or whatever, and he's like, it wasn't jump start. It was this is called good timing. So, yep. He goes, sorry, not sorry. So, hold on. Let me go back and read that because that was a good Meow. one. Yeah. Let me see. <laughs> TK. Tim Kading fan page. I'll read it. Said, I've been called out several times for knowing the rule. I did not jump at any time. Just really good timing. I've asked several officials and asked what the rule says. I don't make them sorry, not sorry that everyone follows. That's all I have to say. So, yep. <laughs> and I said, Brad needs his binky, and I had the, the milk bottle, uh, baby bottle emoji, which is my fa- one of my favorites in these kind of situations. Yeah. So, that's all i got to say about that. <laughs> but that was funny. I'm waiting on the T-shirt. Like I said, TK, I'll buy a couple of them. Just let me know. Yep. That T-shirt comes out. I'm having yeah. a couple, too. Yeah. Most of my friends are going to have them because yeah. I'm buying them for everybody. <laughs> Just passing them out. But just buy them, handing them out. Spread the word. And that'll move us on to the next little uh, interesting spat. Mm-hmm. A little T-Mez and Cannon McIntosh action. A little spicy. Yeah. T-Mez had a few words to say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, talking about Cannon jumping him off the start when he was in the lead. Yeah. Then... uh Cannon was in the lead, and Timez let him go, threw this big slider on him, brought out the yellow, yeah. kind of caught him, put him out of the race. Then, in the interview, Timez says, 
what? Well, I guess I, I still owed you one from Hopstart. Remember Hopstart? <laughs> Remember Hopstart? <laughs> I guess we're even. <laughs> I guess we're even. <laughs> then Cannon's like, they do his interview, and he's like, well, I know I'm the better driver and better person. And better person, and I'm not going to go to that. And we got taken out, and we'll, we'll be back strong for the next one. Uh-huh. Fight back, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, T Mez loves fighting. Yeah. No, not like fist fighting. Fired up. Like, yeah. talking, running his mouth. Fight back. Yeah. Say something to him. It was, it was funny listening to T Mez go on. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. That was the power I. T Mez won that race, so. Look at this dude. You got a badass mullet. Uh, Heck yeah. He's like yeah. five. <laughs> yeah, there was some spicy stuff there at uh past couple couple past past week. So And if you do remember Hobstot, T Maz kinda owed him one. Yeah. Or I mean, yeah, T Maz yeah. owed Cannon one. Uh-huh. And uh Scotty Thill mutually splits splits with the Grow number seventy car. I hate to see that. Yeah. I mean, hopefully he uh, gets another ride soon. Big fan of Scotty Thill. Yeah. The big dude. wheel. That's a... Man, I love I that car. It always reminds oh, me of yeah. Sammy. The channel lock car. Just that color, that blue. Oh, yeah. And that, the lettering. I like the 70 yeah. lettering. But, I don't know. I was hoping that deal would work out, which that's another car. We talked about it. We texted about it yesterday. Just the flip-flopping, changing drivers. I don't know. It's just hard. I feel like he... As a fan standpoint, I feel like he had a decent season. I don't think he <clears> tore much up. You know, he probably didn't do as well as he planned on or agreed on doing. And but maybe that had something. Just, to do with it. It's just hard to to get some consistency. You know, if he keeps changing drivers, I think. But maybe they'll figure something out. But yeah, that's true. And and uh, if you're just if you're so worried about taking care of stuff, that's I mean that's probably part of the deal too. Like yeah, you can only yeah tear up this much shit. And then it starts coming from you, yeah. like some of the repairs. I don't know. I don't know what the ins and outs of it is, but sometimes I feel like these guys get trapped into worrying more about not tearing something up and than they are just driving. Yeah. Which that's, you know, Scotty Thiel's got the talent. He's yeah, a good yeah. driver. Yeah. But hope to see him in a car sometime in the near future. I'm sure it's happening. It'll it'll happen soon. I'm yeah. sure of that. And uh, World of Outlaw Late Model start the Heartland Speed Week tonight with the four races in five days. Mason City Motor Speedway, Red River Valley Speedway, River Speedway, I-94 EMR Speedway. Hell yeah. Always always love watching World of Outlaw Late Models. Yeah, it's usually I'm a, a big show. La- big late model guy anyway. I know... A lot of people don't like the Fender cars, but I love them. Yeah, I Some of them. the best racing. I mean, I love non-wing sprint cars. I yeah. love sprint cars in general. But you'll see some badass racing if you give late models a chance. Yeah. Pretty sure most of the people that listen to us are not really late model fans, but watch it. Yeah. Give it a shot. Like There's some badass racing in late models. Oh, yeah. I agree. Which moves us on to... A different kind of racing. Uh, the Heartland Auto Racing Tour Hoosier Dirt Cup kicks off this week. Uh, that will be the Outlaw Non-Wing Junior Sprints and Restrictor Class Sprints as we, uh, Eli, uh, yeah, Eli Holden runs some of those. So uh, They start off today, June 27th at Circus City Mo- Speedplex. Uh, tomorrow, Wednesday 28th, 
June 28th at Rush County Fairgrounds. Thursday at Rush County Fairgrounds as well on the 29th. Friday the 30th at US 24 Speedway. Saturday, July 1st at US 24 Speedway. They can be watched on www.dirt2media.tv. So get on there and check that out if you're interested. It's usually some good stuff. I'm still such a huge fan of Eli Yeah, holding that at kids. I just think back that when we were there and talking to him at the shop and stuff, like he's an impressive young man. He is. He works on his cars. Gets shit done. He's got his checklist he does every day. He helps his dad on working on the cars on other stuff too. Like, And he don't complain about it. He's happy to do it. Yeah. You don't, you don't see that a lot, especially with kids his age. Mm-hmm. For sure. And he's he's going to be in this series. He's going to check in these gonna, races. He's gonna uh, he's gonna be around. So, also the coming up is the ninth annual Bill Gardner Sprintacular for the USAC National Sprints. That'll be this weekend on June thirtieth and July first. It's usually a good weekend. Done on one night's USAC and the next night's MSCS uh, formats, but usually they're they're bringing. Uh, I think last year they were probably around sixty cars. I think yep. fifty sixty cars. So. It's usually a good That's show. Hell of a good and I car think uh, MMSA is going to be there too. So they usually put on a good show. So looking then, forward to it. Yeah, I thought about going up there Saturday, but uh, I think I'll probably put my cards right and uh, stay home and maybe go to make. We're going to go to make it next week. So <clears throat> oh yeah, which leads us to um, dirt draft, dirt draft results from last week from us. Do we really need to talk about this? I'm going to scan mine real quick. I know you don't have much to talk about, but this isn't dirt-related, but I don't know, Silver Crown, USAC Silver Crown's on there at Madison Speedway. And I finished, wait for it, 69. Nice. <laughs> of course. Yeah. So I had uh, Mario Clauser fourth, Logan CV fifth, Russ Gamester ninth. No, I skipped over Ru- Caleb Bryson eighth, and Matt Westfall twelfth. Got me 51 points. And then a few thousands, 300s, 400s, 200s. And then Wilmot for USAC, I had 25 points. And I had uh, Logan CV 4th, Mitchell Moles 7th, Matt Westfall 6th, Stockton 12th, and Ensign 11th. You you would think that would have placed higher. Yeah. As good as those numbers are, but. Yeah. Got me 25 points, though, so I'll take it. This is going to be short and sweet. Yeah. My week sucked. Best I'd done was 396. That was uh, Outlaws at Hussets. That's horrible. I don't even want to get into it. I'm not looking at it to tell you who I picked. Yeah. Because that's the best I'd done. The rest were 1,200, 13, 12, 6, 9, 8, 7. Like, it was horrible. Uh. It was a horrible week. Damn it. That's all right. So, I've, been, I've been on I've been on a slump too, so it happens. Most of it's luck, but sometimes it just uh, doesn't fall that way for you. Yep, it was a not a good weekend, yeah. <laughs> or not a good week for me. Yeah. Well, that uh, wraps up the Stoking the Fire edition and moves us on to the feature finish. Jump right in. Late model Summer Nationals Hell Tour at Moberly Motorsports Park on Tuesday, June the 20th. 
was Billy Moyer Jr., Jason Fager, and Kai Blatt. Mods was Austin Becker. Hope I said that right. Pretty sure I've heard that. Chris Spalding, Preston Dawson. Davenport on Wednesday, June 21st, was Ashton Winger. Chris Simpson, Jason Fager. Spoon River on Thursday, canceled due to equipment failure. thought that was weird. One water truck, and it didn't work, and it couldn't get access to another one. It was going to take, like, the next day to even get the part to fix that one. Huh. I mean. Sucks. It That's sucks, a badass track. I, wa- I was looking forward to seeing that one. Yep. That was the night before I left, mm-hmm. so I was like, I wanted to just chill out, watch some racing. Yep. Didn't get to. Nope. Oh, uh, where was that? Brownsburg Bullring on Friday, June the 23rd. Jason Fager, Billy, Billy Moyer Sr., Shannon Babb. Mods was Mike Harrison, Tyler Nicely, Cole Falloway. Federated Auto Parts Raceway at I-55 on Saturday, June 24th. Stormy Scott, Ashton Winger, Drake Troutman, Mods Mike Harrison, Kenny Wallace, and Mike Long. Love it when Kenny Wallace gets in there. Yeah. And also, love Stormy Scott getting the yeah. dub right there. That's awesome. Hadn't seen that in a yeah, minute. He, need, he needed that dub for sure. He did. Lincoln Speedway on Sunday, June 25th. Jason Fager, Miles Moose, Moose Ashton Winger. Mods was uh, Alan Weiser, Tyler Nicely, Mike Harrison. If you didn't notice, Jason Fager's doing... Pretty damn good. Yeah, he is. In he's, this hill tour. He's on a roll. Yeah, he, he's podium podiuming a lot. Yeah, he did pick up, by the way, he did pick up the week two championship, too. So yep. that extra Got 10 that grand. Got that extra 10 grand, yeah. Yeah. World of Outlaw Sprint Cars at uh, Houston Speedway on high, at Houston Speedway High Bank Nationals. Can't even fucking read. <laughs> Wednesday was Kyle Larson, Dave Gravel, and Rico of Abreu. Thursday, James McFadden, David Gravel, Buddy Cofoid. Friday, Logan Shuhart, Buddy Cofoid, Spencer Baston. Saturday, the big money, 250 to win. 250K to win. Yeah. Not that you question A few that. extra zeros on there. David Gravel, <laughs> Rico Abreu, Kyle Larson. I'm sure, sure, Adam. Oh, like, yeah. He texted me. Busted a nut. Yeah, he was right he was there with pants. me. He left and then texted me. <laughs> yeah, what happened. Dave Gravel's his man, and he yeah. friggin' won. Mm-hmm. On to USAC National Sprints at Wilmot Speed Raceway on Saturday, June twenty fourth. Brady Bacon, Emerson Axel, Robert Blue. Bacon is now sits at forty nine all time USAC National Sprint wins, three away from Tom Bigelow and thirteen away from David Darlin. That's that's big we've, news. We've we've, we've been and kind Dave, of monitoring it here here and there. Dave's at sixty two. I forgot yeah. to say that, but yeah. you can do math thirteen and forty nine. Yeah. So, I mean, we've been talking about it here and here and there. You know, as he's been chipping away at these wins. So, and he's like I said, he's not that old. So yeah. he's he's he going to get if he it. Sticks with it. If he sticks in USAC, and I hope he does. I know he's like venturing out a lot, doing a lot yeah. of wing racing and stuff, and. I got nothing against Brady Bacon. Not a huge fan. Like the guy. Yeah. I like seeing him win. I hope he sticks with it. Yeah. He's got a 
He's got potential. He's got the talent. He's going to set a record. It's going to be hard for motherfuckers to beat. Yeah. If he stays in there. Yeah. For he, sure. He going to put some numbers on the board. Uh-huh. For sure. Uh, and Angel Park on Sunday. Rain out. Of course. Of course. Sticking with USAC, but with the CRA series, moving out west to the Bakersfield on Saturday, June 24th, Brody Roa got another win. That dude's on it this week, this year, as we've talked about before. <laughs> Not taking anything away from him, but Demon stepping down, Yeah, it's either like woke something up in the guy or it was just – because you know Brody and Roa and the Demon was just always button heads. Uh-huh. That was the – that was their competition. Like they didn't yeah. care about anybody else, even though people, other people, won and got in there. Yeah, it was about them usually. The Damien stepped out, and Brody Roa has just been tearing that series up this year. Yeah. He has. Austin William came in second, third. AJ Bender. Sorry, I interrupted. No, you're you, good. You're I, good. You're good. Hey, I like the little interjections. I, I I cut you. I interject on you all the time. So yeah, it's a. Uh, Definitely, he's taking advantage of the demon being gone. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. So, yeah, and he's leading would, points in case you didn't, you know, couldn't figure that one out. But yeah, uh, yeah. USAC uh, Western States Midgets. They were at Merced. I think they only had ten cars there, which we know the state Sad. of racing across the country, but it's California for sure is tough. But Cade Lewis and Blake Bauer and Brody Fusen were one, two, three, and I guess there was, I guess there was a pretty. From what the article I read, was a pretty exciting race. Uh, there was a few lead changes, like back and forth, like eight sliders, you know, lead changes thrown back and forth. So, at least it was a good one. At least it was entertaining. Yeah. So, moving out, still staying out west with the NARC 410 series. They were at the uh, Jim Raper Memorial Super Dirt Cup Night 1 at Skagit Speedway on Thursday, June 22nd. This name you'll probably hear a lot of, and you <laughs> did the last episode as well. Yeah. Corey Day got the win. Second, Shane Galbick. Third, Zeb Wise. Night two on Friday, June twenty third. Corey Day again with the win. Second, Tanner Holmes, and third, Dominic Selzy. Then for your finale, sixty-two thousand dollars to win on Saturday, uh, June twenty fourth. I had the date wrong on there. Uh, Justin Sanders got that win. Second, Zeb Wise. Third, Corey Day. And Sanders had some. I, did, I don't know if you saw it. He had some donuts he was ripping after the race there. He's I did on the front stretch. There. I actually watched. It. I'm a big so. Sanders fan. You know that. Hell yeah. Also, Corey Day, how about that kid, man? He's a junior in high school, by the way. I mean, it was like a year ago, first time we kind of or noticed him like yeah. making moves. Because he kind of got of age to, run since he's higher series, yeah. too. So. And we started talking about him then and just look what that kid's doing. Like, yeah. That dude's going to he's going to make some waves. Going to be around. Placerville Weekly Show on Saturday, June the 24th, 360 Sprints was Caleb Henry, Andy Forsberg, Tony Gomes. Mini Trucks, Mike Miller, Non-Wing Sprints, Shane Hopkins, Dwarf Cars winner, Dylan Shrum. Pennsylvania Speed Week opener at Williams Grove on Friday. Rain out. Mm-hmm. Night 2 at Lincoln Speedway on Saturday, June 24th. Anthony Macri, Brent Marks, Danny Dietrich. Night three at BAPS on Sunday, June 25th. Anthony Macri, Justin Peck, Tanner Thorson. Night four at Lincoln on Monday, June 26th. Move to Thursday, 629 for 
Rain. Yep. Fucking hate rain. Uh-huh. Night five, Grandview on Tuesday. Which is today. Yeah. yeah. Rained out. Hate the rain. Uh-huh. It's always killing us. Trying yep. to watch some good racing. 17th annual Firecracker 100 at Lernerville Speedway. Night one on Thursday, June 22nd. Rain interfered. Moved to $5,000 features to Friday afternoon. Group A, J.D. Jonathan Davenport. Group B, feature Tim McCready. Night two on Friday, June 23rd. Group A feature Ricky Thornton Jr. Group B, Max Blair. Firecracker 100 finale on Saturday, June 24th. Ricky Thornton Jr., Hudson O'Neill, and Jonathan Davenport. Damn. RTJ's having a hell of a year. He is getting some big checks this year. He is. I like it. I'm a big RTJ fan. Yeah. I don't know. I think uh, a lot of a lot of fans are not such RTJ fans. Yeah. A lot of people aren't, but uh, I, like I am. I like him. I'm a big guy, big fan of him. Yeah. So moves us. We're staying on the late model subject here. The World of Outlaw late models were at 81 Speedway in Wichita for the late model showdown on Friday, June 23rd. Brandon Shepard got the win second, Ryan Gustin third, Kyle Bronson night two there at 81 Speedway on Saturday, June 24th. Dennis Herb Jr., Nick Hoffman, and Tanner English was your podium. Then off-road Speedway for the World of Outlaws Norfolk Showdown on Sunday, June 25th. Bobby Pierce got the win second, Brandon Shepard third, Shane Clanton. Then we'll move on to the Power Eye Midgets uh, Illinois Speed Week. At Charleston, Illinois Speedway on Thursday, June 22nd. Cannon McIntosh with the win second. Gavin Miller third. Zach Dom. Jacksonville Speedway in Illinois, Friday, June 23rd. Cannon McIntosh again with the win second. Timez third. Chase McDermott. Macon Speedway, Saturday, June 24th. Timez with the win second. Cannon McIntosh third. Brody Wake. And that was the night that uh, had the little spicy interview <laughs> afterwards. Uh, then the finale there, Lincoln Fairground Speedway on Sunday, June 25th. Couldn't make it through this one. I'm sorry. I was beat. Cannon McIntosh with the win. Second, Jay Davidesian. Uh, and then third was Mariah Eid. Nice uh, two-girl podium there. And, I like uh, seeing that. Yeah. And then we move on to the ASCS 410 Sprints at Walton Speedway on Thursday, June 22nd. Uh, Jeffrey Newell with the win. Second, Matt Covington. Third, Howard Moore. Then they were the ASCS were at... West Texas Raceway on Friday, June 23rd. Austin Mundy with the win. Second, John Carney the second. Third, Keith Martin. And they were at Caney Valley Speedway on Saturday, June 24th. Alex Sewell got the win. Second, Howard Moore. And third, Brandon Anderson. The Bloomington Weekly on Friday, June 23rd. Sprint cars was uh, Braden Fox, Jake Swanson, and Jordan Kinzer. Mod winner was Jacoby Hines. Gas City on Friday. June 23rd, Max Adams, Ty Mahako, Colin Grissom. IMCA, IMCA Race Savers was Bryce Norris, Kayla Martin, and Max Guilford. Nice win there, boys. Nice podium for the uh, Bryce Norris Racing Crew. Yeah, two, two out of them. the top three. Jacksonville Weekly on Friday, June 23rd, Brian Bell, Joe B. Miller, and Jake Newman. Moving on to the IRA sprints, they were at Fairbury American Legion Speedway for the 11th and final Bill Waits Jr. Memorial on Saturday, June 24th. Uh, Joby Miller got the win there. Second, Craig Kenzer. Third, Jake Blackhurst. 
And your Dirt Car Late Model winner was McKay Winger. Lincoln Parks Weekly uh, Speedway on uh, Saturday, June 24th. Sprint Car Feature winner was Ty Mahako, second, Jaden Rogers, third, Braden Fox. Your IMCA Race Saver Sprint winner was Ethan Barrow, and your mod winner was Richie Lux. Paragon Weekly, Johnson Memorial was on Saturday, June 24th. Ricky Lewis with the win, second, Jake Scott, third, Jordan Kinzer. Then we'll move on to the summer shootout. There was a shit ton of non-wing racing in the Midwest, by the way, in case anybody was wondering. I'll get through the numbers here in just a second. Summer shootout at Tri-State Speedway in Hobstadt, Indiana was MSCS and MMSA Mini Sprints. Your sprint car feature was J.J. Hughes. Hell of a win there, bud. Second, Eric Gentry. Third, Kendall Rubel. Your MMSA feature was Kayla Rail. Second, Michael Harrison. Third, I'm going to butcher this one more time, Cody Canarium. 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 There you go. Did I say that? I say it the same way every time, don't I? Yeah, it's every time. I don't... <laughs> I'll get it right one of these it's, times. It's I apologize. One, it's one of those names, but it, it's Canarium. We'll to, we'll that's to, the way they say it on the. We'll have to get on him on here one time and get it all lined out. But uh, that's the way they say it on uh, the loudspeakers at yeah. Tri-State, anyway. So USAC was at Wilmot. They had 22 cars there, and then we go to Lincoln Park. They had 26 there, and they had we're talking just non-wing sprints. And then Paragon, they had 32. Hopstad had 17. I mean. It is what it is. Uh, it was just, it was still a show. I mean, I was still there. It was a pretty good show. So, um, yeah, and uh, JJ led flag to flag. I mean, no mistakes. He was the whole front. The whole front four or five were fast. I mean, him. Gentry looked good all night. Ruble was good all night. Critter was fifth, I think. Fourth was. Uh, I thought Carson was fifth. Fifth. Okay, Critter was fourth then, and Carson was fifth. Yeah, you're right. But I mean, nobody made mistakes and. It was a clean feature. It usually takes a mistake yeah. when you're in the front like, yeah. for somebody to get you. Yeah. Unless they're but, just uh, that much happy faster. For, happy for JJ and the team. And they've Hell been, yeah. We talked to him earlier and said it had been three years and 51 days since his last win, which was at Lawrenceburg. So. And then the MMSA race, uh, Michael Harrison pretty much led that whole race. And I don't know if you saw anything or heard anything, but Half lap he, to go. he got caught with a lap car on the backstretch last lap, and Caleb blew by his ass and – you know, she knows where the skinny pedal's at, so. <laughs> she does. She was not waiting around on that one. So, that was the last lap pass there. And she ended up seventh, I think, in the sprints. So, uh, yeah, a lot of racing here. Pretty good time at Hobstad. A pretty decent-sized crowd, too. I mean, get out. like I said, I say it every time, support your local dirt track. So, had a few guys there. I know Charlie missed you there, but we held it down for you. So, it was a hot one. <clears throat> I do know that during the day. Yeah. So I was pretty sad that I wasn't yeah. there. I, but I, if you're gonna pick one, if you're gonna pick one to to miss, that yeah. was probably not really yeah. probably one that you're like, Se- eh, I can sit that one out. Seventeen car count. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to been there, but yeah. also I had a good ass time in Orlando. There you go. So got sidetracked on that for a minute, but we had to, I had to recap a little bit of hop stop. But best for last, Ocean Speedway Taco Bravo three sixty <laughs> sprint cars on Friday, June twenty third. Your winner was Tanner Carrick, second Caleb Montgomery, and third Gage Garcia. And that wraps up our feature finish segment. And we might as well just jump right into the uh, smoke. Yeah. So, I'll let you start. You had the eventful week. (coughs) Weekend, at least. Well, it started out with us saying we were going to cook all week, save a little money. Uh Uh-huh. Still blowing it. That lasted one day. 
So, <laughs> yep. After last week, as uh, predicted, right? Yeah, we kind of we kind of figured that that's what would happen, but I mean it wasn't too bad anyway. Yeah. After last week's episode, I went. I did not eat food here that night because I went back because Brittany had one of my favorites cooked. Like yeah. Sauerkraut and smoked sausage. She had. Yeah, fried, I remember that. Fried potatoes, uh, mac and cheese. Like, I mean, damn, she, dude, she, she went all out. She had my plate freaking stacked. Yeah, loaded. And I, whew, I hurt myself eating that night. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know what's. I I went back for like seconds and thirds. <laughs> so you were toasted. I, I, you I were was done. <laughs> I left here, went and ate all that. Her sister and one of her friends and brother and stuff was over there. Like, I was done before they even left. I wanted to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's see. I think on Wednesday, went to prime time. I'm obsessed with that salmon at prime time. I don't know. I've never been a huge salmon guy, but uh, I've. Yeah, the way they do it, you get this big ass piece too. Like, okay, it's it's like this long. I know you people can't hear see what I'm doing, but it's like, you know, salmon usually get a little little square a at any restaurant. Like it's this yeah. long. It's it's a big ass piece. Went there and eat. Me and her and one of her friends, and we got this fruity pebble cheesecake dessert. Okay, that was the biggest reason I wanted to go because Brittany had sent me that earlier in the day, and I was like. Hell yeah, sign me up for that all day long. Uh-huh. I need to send that to you so you can see it. I yeah. know you don't go to prime time, but... Uh, yeah, maybe I have to check it out. That was phenomenal. Yeah. Then on uh, Thursday... No, no, Wednesday. I don't remember what I ate on Wednesday. Oh, she went and worked out. and Went to Farm 57 with one of her friends and got a couple sandwich we need to do that by the way one of these days we do they got food trucks everywhere they do load it up yeah <clears throat> and uh thursday i just got a legion pizza yeah because i hadn't had one in a while and i was missing rounders and i just wanted a damn pizza so had to check it out we went to the legion me and her and hensley and uh allison was there too i think yeah got us a legion pizza and then we went to Disastrous uh, start start to the start to the weekend. We went to me and her went to and Hensley went to Orlando this weekend. Nice little four day getaway. Uh Went to Universal Studios. Flight got canceled on us Friday. Friday, we're there plenty of time. Just sitting there waiting. We go back get get a couple snacks to take on the plane with us. Come back to the gate. Oh, something changed on the screen. Fucking flight was canceled. Son bitch. They wasn't rebooking the flight till Saturday night at nine o'clock. Ooh, that's a kick in the nuts. And you know we got hotels got paid for. You got shit we to got do. Things yeah. to do. Like we can't wait. Yeah. So uh, we decided to check other airlines and see if we can get to Orlando on Friday still. Southwest had one, but you know, if you're at the airport and you're trying to get a flight that day, you're going to pay for it. Yep. 
It ain't no clearance price. <laughs> no. <laughs> you bend you over the barrel and it, fuck your eyes out with co- no lube. It costed us a buttload of money yeah. to get there on Friday, but we were determined. I, I was kind of willing to drive, but also we had plane tickets back, you know, because yeah. it was round trip. We had a rental car already while we were there. Yep. Hindsight, we probably should have drove. I could we could have been there late that night, probably close to the same time we got there off the plane. Yeah. But anyway, it is what it is. Had a good time. Ate it's fucking killer restaurants, dude. I mean, they're you know it's in the park. Yeah. Kind of deal, but it's but good shit. It's kind of pricey. Oh yeah. But if you go to it. you go to some place like that, you're gonna pay. Yeah. But we eat at this uh, cowfish cowfish restaurant it's just like kind of like a sushi in and then a burger bar okay and they made this sushi roll that's like a double cheeseburger okay and instead of like the rice and stuff on the outside it's made out of fried potatoes okay and it's got like meat pickles onions it's like some like, redneck sushi or yeah. some shit she said you will Brittany told me he said you will love this sushi it's right up your alley they also had one called hillbilly that was made with uh, some kind of pork pulled pork and stuff but try the american double bacon cheeseburger sushi if you're ever in universal okay at cowfish try it i've busted a gut on that cowfish or cowfish cow c-o-c-o-w copy and uh that i'll ever go but i'll keep it in mind we did big fire i've got some pictures i still ain't posted or put nothing on facebook yet i've been a little busy. Yeah. But we went to this place, Big Fire. We had reservations, but we ended up using it just for dessert. Yeah. They, they've got this little fire pit that they bring out and sit in your table. Yeah. It's just like a little pot. Yeah. And they, and they light it on fire, and they bring you s'more stuff, like marshmallows, homemade marshmallows, uh-huh. Reese cups, graham crackers, chocolate. We just sit there and made our own s'mores in the middle of the restaurant and of course we had a few uh drinky drinks uh-huh. Uh-huh. i had a some kind of punch fruit drink and some smoked what the fuck was that called some kind of whiskey drink i'm not a big whiskey drinker but yeah it looked good and <laughs> we tried it yeah we didn't finish that one yeah but, I mean, the s'mores were good. That's the main thing we went in there for. We're in the wrong business, bro. Yeah. Give me a fucking pot and cook marshmallows over it and sell it to people for X amount of dollars? Cost me $72 plus a tip. Ooh, yeah, I'm definitely in the wrong business. For two drinks and some s'mores. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's what you get at is a park like, is, like It's that. just dessert, though? You just had dessert. No. They had, it's a full-fledged restaurant. We had you just, just got dessert. Yeah, we had just eaten at the cowfish. Gotcha. And we had reservations because we didn't make our reservations on Friday gotcha. at Cowfish. Gotcha. So we had reservations lined up for Saturday. So we just went there and got dessert since we already had the reservation. Copy. And, uh, I mean, we ate at this freaking hot dog place on Sunday yeah. that was in there. And I ain't talking about what it cost because it's fucking hot dogs and it's <laughs> embarrassing. But, you know, if you're at a park, you're paying it. Yep. But this hot dog, I got chili and sauerkraut. You know how I am with sauerkraut. Yeah. It was, I got a foot long. Should uh-huh. not have done that. Regretted that decision. Yeah. Yeah. 
But it's so good. It's just a regular hot dog place. I don't even know the can't even remember the name of it, but it's inside the park. Yeah. And Nathan's hot dogs, of course. Brittany got one. I think she got like a Chicago dog or something. Man, it was so good. We need to do that sometime. Just do something simple like that. Yeah. I mean, hot dogs can be good if they're done yeah. right. Yeah. I know. Load them up. Have your toppings out there. Yeah. <coughs> then, uh, let's see. Sunday, <laughs> on the way back to the hotel, kind of getting a little snacky snack with Taco Bell. Uh, always. <laughs> always clutch. Always clutch. I did not get to make it to the Waterburger. That was going to be my next question. <laughs> there was not one on our trip from Universal to our hotel. Yeah. And it, there was not one on the way. And I was in this, speaking of rental car, I was in this rental car. <laughs> I think I already told you this, but. Uh, no. We rented a car for the weekend because we flew down there, got down there. My car was gone. They didn't have it. So we could pick between an electric car or a Mustang convertible. Okay. I didn't want no fucking electric car. Okay. So we took the Mustang. Okay. Cost me extra money. Of course. Plus I'd already paid the other one and they wouldn't return my money. Oh, fuck. But we had to have something to ride. Yeah. They got you by the balls at that point. Yeah. I mean, that was that whole story I just... Frustrating. Frustrating. For sure. So we take, it gets a low tire on the way back uh. to the hotel that night. I didn't, I just took it back with a low tire. I didn't give a fuck. Fuck them. Then uh, on the way back, oh, I forgot. On uh, Friday when our flight was delayed or canceled, and I had to get that one for later, we went to Paula Dean to eat. Yeah, I was going to ask God. you how that was. Money? God dang. First we, is good. We got. Fried chicken and pot roast as the two meats. You so is it just like a family like style a, deal? All a cart, like family style deal. That's they bring you the sides. Yeah. Do you but get extra sides or not? You, everything is refillable. If you eat all the meats, really, you can refill those. Oh, like carriage in. Yeah. Okay. If you eat all the sides, you can get those refilled, but you can't take nothing with you yeah. when you leave. But so we got fried chicken, pot roast, uh, sweet cream of corn. Fried okra, creamy mashed potatoes, and some sweet candied yams. Okay. Dude, I fucking killed myself. Bet you didn't make it very far after that one. I did not. <laughs> I bet you needed a Wilbur to get out that motherfucker. I, I ate probably four pieces of fried chicken. Oh, yeah. A whole plate full of pot roast. I, that sweet corn, damn, it's so good. I killed that shit oh yeah the taters were not the greatest but i ate a little bit of them yeah the candied yams i tore that shit up the okra hensley loved that so i wasn't taking none of it which i don't care for okra anyway i'll, I'll eat it but if it's fried i can or it's yeah. a gumbo i can eat it i don't know it's just not something i'm like hey, i want some gumbo or yeah. not yeah i do love gumbo i don't want some okra yeah but <clears throat> but she was eating that more than anything else so i wasn't even about to take there. a little piece let there her eat go. yeah uh, but on Monday, we didn't eat because the fucking gates were backed up and then our plane got delayed. Then we got back to Evansville finally. Well, we got back to Nashville, drove to Evansville, went to Big Bang and eat. 
Damn. Before we come home. Yeah. And that was uh Charlie's week in review. That was my week in review. A lot of eating, yeah. a lot of a lot of bullshit. I probably went on way too long here. No, you're but good. You're good. I wanted to hear about it, man. So how's the flight? You gotta talk about that. Just hit the hit the cliff notes. Is it what you expected, like it, didn't like it, would never do it again, would love to do it again. Would I'm go to buy a plane and do it, have somebody <laughs> fly you around. I mean <laughs> I'm uh I'm all right with it. Just as long as I can close the shade on the window where I don't have to look out oh. and and yeah. see where I'm going. Like yeah. taking off ain't that bad. I kind of like the you know it's I'm kind of cool man. I'm kind of a speed junkie. Right. I love that shit. I like the way it kind of throws it's, you back a little bit when you take yeah. off. Just as long as I don't have to it? look out and see. Yeah. The landing is different. That yeah. made me a little nervous. Yeah, could get dicey. The the first time that first Southwest plane because we had to take the rebook tickets we had to go to atlanta and then on to orlando yeah well when they landed in atlanta i could have swore Brittany said it was nothing and i was just being a little panicky bitch (laughs) she didn't say that but one or two she probably did (laughs) (laughs) but uh it felt like the damn wheel broke off when we landed yeah (laughs) it didn't obviously there was nothing wrong but yeah the landing was kind of hard, and then I was a little bit nervous about the landings after that. But other than that, like, I don't, I wouldn't have any issues with flying again. Yeah. As long as I can close the shade and not look, because yeah. that's what gets me is when I can see the houses and the lights and shit. That's cool shit, though. I mean, it is for people that get ain't that afraid bird, of heights. Get that bird's eye view. It is for people that ain't afraid of heights. Yeah. I am somewhat, but maybe not on your level, but I don't like, I like seeing stuff from up top. But I mean, it was kind of cool, because she would raise it up and look out. Yeah. And then she'd see me, like, staring at the floor. <laughs> she'd put it back down. God damn. Uh, so, good. Glad it went well for you. Uh, go to the beach at all or no? No, we didn't no have be- time, time for that. So, anyways, were you done? Yeah. That that was my week. When, when did we do our podcast? On Monday? Yeah. So, you missed out on the bacon sandwich. So, I had the bacon sandwich. Uh-huh. Right. I was I was kind of jealous about the jail bacon, yeah, but, you but had, you had I had my old, sour you had the big thing yeah. going. I had I a bacon sandwich that. on Texas toast from Daywigs, of course. Uh, can't go wrong with that. And then uh, Tuesday made the uh, from Scott Delosio gave us the we talked about it on our po- episode ninety five with him. Um, I think it was ninety five. Uh, the Manzanita Speedway, which is no longer in Arizona. They had a green chili burrito that they used to have there, apparently, that was pretty good. And somehow he has, he knows a lot of people. I know how. Uh, Send us the recipe, and thank you for that, because it was phenomenal. I mean, I didn't yeah. make the roux with it. The roux was, there's a roux you make with it or whatever. I thought I'd skip that. I just threw a, had an arm roast from our cow in the freezer. Threw it in there with some, follow the recipe. It was green chilies, of course, an on, a, like a medium onion. Uh, two cans of tomato, like diced with tomatoes, uh, and then like cumin and uh, some other spices. Uh, I had some Southwest seasoning in there, um, pepper, and just threw that motherfucker in a crock pot. I threw it in there, threw the roast in, got it cooked, then shredded it. Cooked it on Monday overnight, and then shredded it Monday mor- Tuesday morning, put all the ingredients in there in the morning, let it all cook together during the day nice and holy 
fuck, that shit's good. Shalene's still talking about it. It looked good. I only seen the snaps of it, yeah. but god dang it, looked but good. It's a uh, and when I think about it, it, it's like a burrito meat, you know, like the burrito tacos yeah. and shit. So it's like a burrito. So it's totally like make tacos out of it or whatever. And she she took it to work the next day and it plain. I mean, uh, very very good. We'll be doing that again. And uh, I did freeze what we did have left, so we'll be using that for something in the future. I'm sure. I did see those egg rolls the other day. Those burrito egg rolls mm-hmm. that might have to happen. Yeah. So that was very good, Scott. Thank you for the recipe on that. We'll be doing that again, folks. Show. Um, Wednesday, it'd been a while, so pork steak sounded good. So I marinated in that Bakken's uh, uh, Japanese uh, barbecue sauce, which is just a spi- flavored uh, fancy, I call it a fancy soy sauce. Shit's actually really good. It's got the, the octopus on there, the logo, and the white label. Mm, yeah, yeah. Adam Williams got that for me. Appreciate that, bro. I think I Costco, remember seeing it. The big bottle. Uh, marinated it in that during the day, and then cooked it. Put more sauce on it. Shalene wanted her to barbecue it, so I barbecued it. And I put some little sesame seeds on top for a little extra razzle-dazzle. I remember seeing the and, picture. Uh, I had to do it. I just had to do it, man. So I knew that was just yeah, mainly you know for me. the picture. You know me. Presentation <laughs> points, right? So did that. Pork steak, man, so good. I think we just did like fries with it You could something. never go wrong with a no. god dang pork steak, man. Yeah. So Thursday, like you said, you had to get your pizza during in the evening. I had to get my pizza during the day. Thought Lombardi sounded good. I know you couldn't make it because you were busy and stuff at work, but went there, and uh, I don't know. Uh, ended up having a lazy night that night. But back to Lombardi. Lombardi's they have a slice of the day every day, and they have a different one every day. It could be just something off the wall, and then they have the regular cheese, sausage, pepperoni as well. It's like two sixty-five for a regular slice, and then for the slice of the day, it's like three twenty-five. And the big New York pieces, it's sitting in the in the window there. They throw it in the oven for, for five to ten minutes, warm it up, then throw it on a plate and give it to you. But I ordered a, a Stromboli. I had Stromboli pizza, one slice, then one slice of pepperoni. But for some reason, I always could be full off of that, and I am. But my fat ass decides to order <laughs> garlic knots. Those garlic knots. <laughs> that are... Um, Usually there, and they're they're made to order, so they're not just like sitting around. They warm them up, so I ordered them, and I, and I throw them off. I think because you know usually people coming and getting pizza, so I got my pizza. I ate my pizza. I'm like, okay, you know, kind of waited around, and I'm like, okay, well, they ha- I heard the dough mixer running. They're mixing dough, and I was like, okay, man, this making dough. You know, there's really gonna be fresh ones, you know. And I sit there, and I'm like, okay, give them benefit of the doubt. And it's been like 40 minutes. And I was like, I gotta get back to work. Uh, so I asked them, and they totally forgot to make them. So oh. they, they totally forgot about it. So they made them real fast. They're like, can you get them to, you want them to go? And I said, yeah. I mean, she got time to do it real quick. And uh, they made them, and they took them off my bill. I didn't ask them to because I don't like doing that. So they took them off, and good, good, uh, good service there. I know it shit happens. You know, I'm not gonna be. Uh, well, that's cool as shit that they did that. Yeah. Took it off. So. Quality place there. Yeah, for sure. But getting later in my story here, I do have another bitch. I'm trying to get down the rabbit hole on that one. But uh, Thursday night, I think we just did like leftovers, some fucking air fryer stuff. I don't know. I just wasn't really feeling it Thursday night. Oh, actually, I know what I did Thursday night. I had to fix the camper. Had to get it ready for the weekend. And then I had to pick Shalene's drunk ass up from Evansville because she went to... Uh, <laughs> She went to I remember rooftop, those snaps. <laughs> so I had to go pick her up, so that kind of put a f- wrench in my plans. I got home and ate, uh, I don't even know what I ate, chicken nuggets or something, I don't know. 
So I, I wandered because I got she yeah. kept sending me snaps since she was yeah she drunker was and drunker and drunker yeah. each one. They had five dollar like, mixed drink pitcher night down yeah. there. So yeah, I was like, how the fuck is she getting home? Because yeah. she ain't driving. Well, she called her mom. Her mom came and picked me up. Then I went down there and got her car and drove it back. Her mom went home. So yep, that was good. So got that done. Saturday or wait, sorry, skipped. Friday went to Carajan. Uh, always, always money. Uh, and actually didn't make a fool out of myself and make myself miserable because I wasn't sitting by the plate of fried chicken this time. Because usually <laughs> that's what gets me. If it's just a few of us, there's like 12 of us there. So they only bring out like one plate of fried chicken for each side of the table and then one, one thing of roast beef. So roast beef is good too. But usually I get that plate of fried chicken there and I'll just keep going. I'll eat everything on it and then I'll be like, because they bring you more there. Yeah. Tell them, hey, give me another plate. And I was ready to take more with me, but uh didn't happen. I took the roast beef home, but good as always. Carriage in, always a good spot there in Hopstad, Indiana. And then went back to the track, watched that one race. Saturday went to the track, cooked some jalapeno cheddar bratwurst. They were Johnsonville's, by the way. Those are fucking killer. I will oh, get yeah. those again. They're really good. Hell, yeah. Got those. Then some just like some cheddar sausages. Did some uh, tender ones from Day Wigs. Brandon Morin came down and was uh, tailgating with us and his buddy Shay from Terre Haute. And uh, Gerald came over, and uh, he was feeling a little rough, but he came over and hung out and went to the race with us. Bob Letterman was there as well in the track. Uh, had a good time there. Gerald went and got me a fish sandwich. I didn't eat it that night, but I ate it Sunday morning before the golf outing, which was pretty nice. Uh, Sunday went and played golf, got hammered as I said earlier. Uh, they had a fried chicken meal catered there that was man, killer. Meatballs that somebody made. They had green beans, mashed potatoes, rolls, fried chicken, corn, all kinds of shit. I made a fool out of myself there. Got home, tried to watch the power race, passed out. Uh, and then <laughs> yesterday, um, decided. So I did see last week Arby's had to deal with the five for five. Back in the day, like 1993 or whatever, it used to be the deal, right? Coupon. Yeah. Go fucking do it. It was a fucking awesome deal, right? It still yeah. is. So they're bringing it back this week. Monday through July 2nd. I seen, the I seen on Twitter where you commented back at them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll let them know. So, <laughs> so literally, I, I'm ready for this, right? I've been waiting for this for a long time. And so I used to, it was 595 maybe five right when I was believe it or not I'm 31 years old but I was of age at one time to experience this my mom used to love it so we used to go there all the time in the summer in Jasper we were visiting grandma and stuff but um, get online because you have to do it through the app it's one per person or one per email whatever one per account so if you want more than one I guess just sign up for another email but I ordered it the one on the one on 41 and got a confirmation email got everything I got the five roast beef sandwiches with the cherry turnover. Got to get a cherry turnover. Oh, yeah. So, literally, pickup time is 5.30. I get on the road, get ready to go, get up there. Literally, I pull on the Highway 41 by Ameriqual. Or, yeah, I'm driving by Ameriqual, and I get an email. I get email notifications on my phone. Your order has, at 5.25, your order has been canceled. I'm like, what in the motherfuck? Pull up my email. It says, reason for... Failure reason for uh, canceled order, failed order. I was like, "How the fuck is this my problem?" So I get there and I'm like, "Okay, well maybe they cleared the queue out. You know, they had to get rid of it or something. They'll just make me another one, yeah. whatever." So yeah. I get there and nobody knows what the fuck's going on. 
Fucking crackhead manager has no idea, idea what's going on. Uh, <laughs> I can't do nothing about that. That's all she kept saying. I can't do nothing about that. Well, it, she couldn't find it on the computer, nothing. And then on the app, she's like, I said, well, can I reorder it? She's like, yeah, we're going to pay for it. Well, yeah, okay, it's not a big deal. I'll pay for it. I don't care. Cause I said my, my payment was voided anyways, the first one. So I get on the app. The, the deal's not available anymore, and it says this location is no longer accepting orders. <clears throat> so I'm like, I guess, Fuck I, you. I guess I'm done here. So I left. I told Shalina, I said, I, I guess we're going to have an Arby's tonight. So we came home with a Red Baron pizza in the oven. Stuffed crust, cheese pizza. So oh, yeah. cheese, stuffed cheese was a pepperoni pizza. Red Baron's good. Uh, so good frozen pizza it is so i did find out it did did get a hold of arby's i let them know on twitter that i wasn't very happy <laughs> and uh they said they had a they had a um temporary online ordering uh problem yesterday and that that i would i, I was eligible to still use it until sunday it's it's good to go now that's what they said <clears throat> so i mean Try it again. Yeah. I mean, if you can get the five for five deal, it's worth trying it again. Yeah. Because so. it's not that far out of your way anyway. Yeah. But also, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I was, and that's that's what I'm gonna. I'm not I'm not trying to get down this tangent because I really am kind of hungry at this point. Um, real quick, not rabbit hole here. I hope not. Fuck fast food at this point. Like <clears throat> any any fast food. I don't give a fuck what it is. If it's Taco Bell, if it's Arby's, if it's Wendy's, if it's McDonald's. McDonald's is fucking garbage. It's all fucking trash. It's expensive as fuck. If you have time, you should go to a restaurant and sit down and eat because it's the same fucking price and better service if you're lucky. That That's my thing, dude. So, I'm just over it. And that's why people ask, well, why the fuck are you cooking all the time? Because I ain't paying for fucking trash and out the ass. The whole, ain't the whole point of fast food cheap? Quick, fast, get the fuck out. Yeah, it's not cheap. No, and it's not quick anymore. No, like you go through damn drive through, you're sitting there for 15 minutes to get yeah. a fucking cheeseburger. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm just kind of over. The, I, I don't know. I keep saying I, I kept mentioning it. I'm over fast food, but I am over it at this point. But I mean, it's just it's gone way downhill. All of it doesn't matter what it is. Um. I don't know. I'd rather just come home and do my own thing. So, just me. It it drives me crazy when you said McDonald's. Yeah. When when you're at McDonald's and you pay a right nut twenty five dollars for two people at McDonald's. Like motherfucker, well, yeah. when I was in high school, twenty five dollars feed twenty five people. Right. Yeah, because because I mean, Slim went to Arby's on in Vincennes one day on the way up to her sister's house, and yeah, two two meals. Uh, of course, I got the medium-sized sandwich, right? Because I'm a fat fucker, and the fries, the drinks, all that. It was like almost thirty bucks. Chick Fil A, yeah. two chicken sandwiches, two fries, two drinks, twenty bucks. I mean, how does that make sense? Yeah, I mean it's you know it's the economy, I guess, but it still sucks. Uh, anyways, there's my tangent, but <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I'm hungry now. <laughs> We talked about but food. I'm hoping for a to maybe minute. smooth over the Arby's deal here, maybe this week. I'm, I don't know if I'll go back to that one, but I'm going to figure something out, maybe. Um, willing to try it again, and if I get burned, uh. <laughs> as, as much as it would suck and to it, let those roast beef sandwiches right. go, fuck Arby's yeah. after if it don't work. And here, <laughs> yeah, here's my last thing on the Arby's thing, and I'll shut up and we'll move on and get get this show finished. 
So they say, yeah, we had a problem with the app or whatever. Because like I said, you have to do it through the app. you got to download it. you got to have an account, all this shit, which I did. Guess what? Guess what wouldn't be a problem? If you had the motherfucking coupons from 1993, <laughs> you wouldn't have a fucking problem with the app crashing. <laughs> you just send those coupons out yeah. in the mail. It's just a fucking, like you used and to. And I always replied that today on the fucking message. I was like, because they messaged me on, my, on Facebook, <laughs> on Twitter. And... Guess what? If you really want to go back to 1993, like you say you do with the old TV and the old fuzzy fucking picture on the TV, yep. Guess what you'll do? Bring the motherfucking coupons back, and you Send won't have a fucking paper app problem, app crash in the mail. Yeah, dude. Even like I was thinking today, like I know, like I'm not getting into the age thing. I'm 31 years old. 13 years ago, I was in high school. We still had coupons. We still got coupons in the mail. We had. I found a pair of scissors. Was the uh, sewing scissors on the little ones? I found them in a parking lot somewhere, and I put them in my truck. So I would have the stack of coupons, like my grandma would get them, my mom would get them, mainly my grandma would get them. I guess it's old people, I don't know. And I would have the stack of coupons, and we used to have the Grandy's coupons, and there was one in front of the mall where Jared's jewelry is now. Yeah. And we had all kinds of coupons. We had I kept them scissors in there. We cut. We sit there after tech school. We cut the <laughs> fucking coupons out. I ain't shitting you. This is 2010. Hey, like, oh this yeah. Isn't, I don't feel like it's that long ago, but we're totally gone. The, the paper coupons, it's all digital shit now on your phone. But yeah, anyways. They don't even I'm, send that in junk mail anymore. I get I get Papa John's coupons, and that's it, I think, for my deal here at the house. But anyways, my tangent's over. I'm sorry I rambled for a long time on that one. <laughs> but um, I think I'm I think I'm done with what I had to say besides support your local dirt track. So I'm hungry, though. Fucking coupons. So coupons. <laughs> bring the coupons back. Yeah. Maybe we can make a shirt or something. <laughs> <laughs> Bring coupons yeah. back. DTRR. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I'll think of something. We'll see if we can figure something out. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for tuning in and follows. I, see, I did see we're at 1,200 followers on Facebook now, so appreciate everybody there. Nice. Uh, nice. We cleared I, that this I hadn't, week. I hadn't checked that in yeah. a minute. Instagram is a little slower. Twitter's a little slower, but think we're almost to 600 followers on instagram so make sure you check us out on there if you don't already and twitter we're almost to 500 man i deleted like 20 spam accounts the other day that shit's annoying the yeah. chicks that are half naked with the cam girl uh link on their fucking profile yeah, yeah. get the fuck out of here Stop i deleted it. literally <laughs> literally i was at work and i got tired of it I was like i think i deleted 25 of them actually i actually need to do that because i swear like every day i get five this person followed you and it's yeah. shit like that like yeah. I need to go back and delete a bunch of them off yeah. of mine, too. Yeah. My but, personal one. Yeah. Anyways, check us out on there, and hopefully see you at the track somewhere. We'll be at Macon uh, next weekend, but we might have an episode this Sunday, this, this weekend. We'll see. We'll see what, 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 the day, what the week brings. We'll try to rustle up some uh Sunday or Monday. We'll try business. to get another one. But, yeah, we appreciate yeah. everybody. So, I'm done, but I know you might have something to say. Always just those couple little words. Peace, Peace out, out, out motherfuckers. Mother, 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 mother.